podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash realchronicles. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome once again to Real Chronicles brought to you by realtalking.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with today. Come on. <laughs> it's Jen. <laughs> I'm like thrown off because we're missing someone. We're missing Lewis. I know. That's what. That's that's what. After Lewis. That's that's the the reason I did it. I'm like, I want to see which one of you fuckers actually like go first. I'm usually like you know third build. (laughs) Lou has to do some Christmas stuff, some Christmas shopping. So it's just the three of us today. He's like, I don't have any bad Christmas movies, so I don't want to be a part of today's episode. Jen doesn't either. Apparently, the, really. apparently the this today we're covering our five worst Christmas movies, and it's just me, UG, because so, like, Jen doesn't have any bad here's Christmas the thing. movies. I watch a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies, and but like other kinds of Christmas movies, like I I don't know the rest of them, I kind of just like like Christmas with the Cranks and Smoky Mountain oh, Christmas. Amazing. Also, Unlikely Angel with Dolly Parton is also amazing. And uh, shout out to anybody if you've ever seen those two. If not, you can watch them. Amazon Prime. Oh, don't worry. Unlikely one those, Angel. One of those movies will come up again later. And well, oh no, no, because that better not make your list because you've only seen it once I and only you need, fell asleep because you were it was already ten thirty and past your bedtime. I only need one time to no, see. No, because hot you didn't garbage. fully watch or grasp the amazingness of the movie. So don't you dare put it on your list. It's coming from the same person that likes well, Grease too. No, because Grease 2 is an American icon. It's fantastic. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, my, friend, my friend actually thinks that Christmas movies, like, you have the curve on those is, like, different from other movies. It's so, true. Like, I will say that, like, there's a lot of garbage that I watch on Christmas that I just, like, I'm like, okay, I guess it's a Christmas movie. But there is some that are just so bad that you can't really. See, I have more favorites. So, like, when we do our, our top favorite uh, Christmas movies, I'll have more only because, like, I'll be better. Love Actually. That'll be on there, probably. Well, that's definitely on my list. The of... Holiday. I've never seen it. Dave has never seen Love Actually. You've so never seen totally Love Actually? See it. No. It's amazing. Oh, it's it's really good. I have no... I don't it's know. So I can't say I have no interest in seeing it. It's just not anywhere. So... No, it's like, good. So you can't help but get all the feels when you watch it. They took it off Netflix. It actually, was actually you know on there last I year. I would say was... <laughs> that's no excuse you buy anything else. <laughs> not, not a movie I thought was too good as a Christmas movie. Okay, you know what? I have two. Hold on. Well, we're gonna wait for later. All right. Well, we'll like, to well, you brought up, you brought up the holiday, which I, like when I first saw I the, holiday, the holiday, I did, I did not like it when I first saw it, but I've actually grown to appreciate it. It's really cheesy. Oh like, yeah, real, totally cheese. But it's actually pretty good. And like I don't know, I kind of dig the whole unlikely pairing of Kate Winslet and, and Jack, Jack Black. Black. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like weird at first, and then first of all, he's dating like Shannon Sossaman in that yeah. movie first, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, no offense you're to Jack like, Black because he's cute, few... but I was just <laughs> like, I don't know that I would believe that. And then like, yeah, and then it's like, oh, and personally, I didn't like that. I forgot the name of the actor, but whatever his name, Jasper something, who was like. Kate Winslet's like, um, oh, she yeah, was yeah. pining for it. Like, dude is a little fugly too. So I don't know. <laughs> I was like, my I friend, don't believe my that. My friend hates Cameron Diaz, and his exact thing. He's like, man, he's like, I fucking hate Cameron Diaz, but The Holiday is my shit. <laughs> it's a good movie. Is she better? Well, Cameron Diaz is better than Drew Barrymore. So. Oh. I don't. 
don't. Why do I always get the silence from you two when no, we talk about that. Cameron Drew Barrymore? Well, you know what? I didn't realize that Drew Drew Barrymore. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> that Cameron Cameron Diaz hasn't been in the movie and like she's taking like a break from acting for like a while. She's loving Benji. That's what the fuck what is doing. Benji? Benji I'm Madden, her Benji. husband. Oh, I'm like you thought that was a movie. She's in she's in the next installment of the Dog Trilogy she's in, of Benji. She's in loving Benji. Yeah, her last movie was uh Annie in twenty fourteen. Oh really? wow, that's all I didn't oh, even wow. know that that, 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 so that like same year like she a... did Annie Sex Tape and the other woman. Wait, she said a sex tape? No. No, the movie Sex Tape. The movie Sex Tape with Jason. Uh... Oh, I heard that movie was terrible. What the fuck is his name? Jason Siegel. 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 Marshall. I almost said Statham. <laughs> it's, it's funny you mentioned Jack Black because I couldn't help but like bring this up right away. So Jumanji's RT score came out already, and it's like at eighty three percent. That's like nonsense. No, you were so ready to like crap. Oh movie. my I, god, I was totally was. Uh, I remember when I saw all the the Twitter like the similar thing to that that other big movie that's coming out. All the early Twitter reactions were like really positive for Jumanji. Like people were surprised and it was good. Pretty much what I saw, I don't know if you saw the same thing, was that um, The Rock was like, The Rock and Jack Black were the standouts because right. of like, they, they were not, you know, they weren't playing their usual roles and it came off really well. So, I mean, I'm glad because I thought this is going to be another hot garbage Baywatch, but it isn't. So that's good. It's going to be a really crowded uh Holiday. Is that this week? Or, no, they're not stupid enough to come out this week, right? No, it's no, it's week. the week after. Okay. I think it's... Yeah, I think is it is it one is is that actually on Christmas Day? I'm not sure. I think it might be. I thought it was this week, so I. Am def- I know. I know. Pitch Perfect Three is the twenty second, and I wonder if hey, you know what I think. Was- I know. I think it. Gee, I think it is that day. I think it's the twenty second as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's and, smart. I mean, you gotta give it give it a week not to compete there was, with. It. There was only one movie that's coming out with that movie. We're gonna talk about it in a little bit, um, and they pulled it. The that John Travolta John Gotti movie got pulled from theaters. So I heard that he actually was the one that um, decided to buy it, like buy it back, or he found someone to buy the movie from Lionsgate because he didn't think, he actually thought the movie was a lot, um, wasn't given enough marketing and enough um, distribution that it should have been because he felt like it was one of his strongest performances to date, along with like the material and the narrative was a lot better than what Lionsgate was going to do for them. So he found someone um, I think Deadline reported it earlier this week. Man, um, I want to see it. He found someone that was that bought it back from them, and it, they're making plans to distribute it. Next I want to see it. So, yeah, well, no, this I'll movie's been it. like you know you bring in my mom. It's been like in development. Like I feel like I've been hearing about this movie forever. Like I'm a sucker for. Uh... Oh, and gee, your mom's birthday's December fourth. Yep. My mom's birthday's December third. Well, that's crazy. So. The two- to my, all my children loving mothers. Eventually, we're going to have to meet. <laughs> my mom's birthday is May 14th. They're both like sassy Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> like how they were just like, well, my mom's birthday is May 14th. <laughs> <laughs> but, what um, you think? yeah, but uh, <laughs> going back to what we talked about well, two weeks ago with the with our commentary on the room, all, everyone here saw the disaster artist. Yes. <laughs> Did we yeah, love it? Well, I gotta oh. check that box office because it did surprisingly well on in only like 800 theaters. Yeah, did we love it? I loved it. I loved, I loved it. it. I that was, it was so good. good. It also had some heart too. I actually thought there was a lot more to it than it just being like a. Yeah, I wrote it. I wrote about that in my review. I was saying that it was more the story of 
their friendship over, you know. It could have gone in a direction where it's just about like let's let's just make fun and poke fun at this make, making of this movie, but like there was actually a story about their friendship and how Yeah. In reality, Tommy helped what's his name? Greg? Greg. Greg, you know, develop as a person and Did I, you hear that James Franco directed the movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. In character. No, in oh, character. Oh, that's oh. funny. That's yeah, funny. in character. Yes. So, I feel so like that's, that's a James the actors Franco totally thing dug to it. Some of the actors who know him, you know, like Seth Rogen and stuff. And I heard that some of the other actors were very like, uh, this is kind of weird. Weird, yeah. Well, of Every- course, it's not with them now. Now they're getting Oscar buzz and shit. But and like, <laughs> everyone is in that movie too. I was surprised to see everyone in it. I think. Um, I mean, between all those guys, they have a lot of celebrity friends. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see after the after the movie the the post credit scene? No, I left. I didn't see it. No. Yeah, there's a post credit scene with uh, Tommy Wiseau in it. And he's and you know James Franco is Tommy Wiseau, but the real Tommy Wiseau comes in and they have this like back and forth conversation for like th- two or three minutes. It's hysterical. Jen, what are you doing? I'm looking. I'm making my list right now. We're talking about the room here and the disaster artist. I know. Anyway, yeah. Continue. No, go ahead. You I'm also happy to see like the. I actually liked seeing the brothers act together in the movie. That was cool. Yeah, I think this is the first time they've been on screen together. Yeah, I mean, they've actually, you know, have tried. I mean, I don't know if they've tried hard before to do it, but they just said they couldn't find the right thing to do together. And this was. And shout out to Allison Bree, who's in the movie and is Dave Franco's real life wife. I didn't oh, know that. Is, really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. What? I didn't recognize her either. Mind blown. She's cool. I actually like, I like her a lot. Yeah, I liked her in Community. And then and I like her now in Glow. She did Scream 4 as well. Yeah, that show about wrestling, G. David uh, hates her. Uh, my her friend Martell, uh, one of the girls I work with, uh, one of her good friends is on that show, and I need to look her name up because I don't remember. Oh, nice. But she's show. one of the. It's a good she show. has a significant role on that show. Yeah, that birthmark is like mad random. She has a birthmark like near her vagina, and so it like pops <laughs> out her when. Cash and prizes. She's uh, in like the <laughs> leotard, and it just leaves Dave mesmerized. I guess. <laughs> I have heard good things about it, so I probably should watch it. There's you just should so watch much it. It's really fun. good. And it's got a good soundtrack. 80s yeah, it's music, a really good like soundtrack, yeah. Power ballads. How can you go wrong? Um, but no, I thought the root, I thought the disaster artist was really good. I thought it was um, poignant at certain times, especially with like showing their friendship. You see he's like this weird guy and he's very quirky and You kind of feel bad for him like I don't feel, know I felt really bad for him in the theater when everyone's just like laughing and all that and then he like clearly gets upset which is understanding understandable and you know he leaves but then Greg you know kind of comes after him and I thought that was nice especially at this point where they haven't really spoken in a while and then he's basically just telling him look like tries to get him to see it in a different light. And then when he does, like, look what happens. And I mean, he's made a name for himself just by that. And he, I mean, I think that movie's made its money back. He, yeah. I mean, for the reported six oh, million dollars. Yeah. And if you yeah. go to Tommy you too can purchase the room. You can purchase the room underwear. He's um, not paying us for this plug. I know, but I just feel like I have to, it's just, you got to go on this. Yeah. They have to Tommy Wiseau merch. underwear. Uh, with the nice TW on the side. These like red hot pant leggings. Gee, I think I think you got G's a birthday present coming your way. I saw that text. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you wear that with you like your Carlton with glasses? 
Um, oh, Jesus. Is it with the lady? <laughs> with Wait, the for lady. the ladies? You yeah. should wear that to, like... You should wear it to, to one the, of the Christmas parties. Or to that, like, di- that bar, that digital... We'll get it fast Digital roly-poly-oly underground or whatever... Digital roly poly. What are you talking about? I don't know. American you always you always have a fucking new bar you go to American every fucking junkie? There you go. That one. Oh lord, I don't it's know where video games. All about Tower Twelve. Man. Wait, where are we going <laughs> now? What's our what's our bar now? That's at Tower Twelve. Man. Oh, okay. Tower Twelve. For now, for now. Until um, next week. But no, I thought it was I thought it was really so good. It's I, a shark go. I definitely <laughs> think that you need to see the. You should see the room. It's I funnier think, before with... the disaster artist because like. Even though they kind of show you some side by side comparisons towards the end of the movie, it went as you're watching it, and if you already know the movie because you've seen it and it's fresh, like it helps because it just makes it funnier. Like it's not you know. it's, it's not a need, but it's funnier. It's funnier. It's a lot funnier when you do it. And then you're like, yeah, I couldn't what imagine seeing thinking? that without having some kind of uh, relation with yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I think I would still find it funny. It's funny. No, it's it's definitely... funny. Like I, we were, I was talking about. I think I said it in the review, like how I think it should be nominated for best picture. But looking at Critics' Choice this week, announced their nominations. Franco was not snubbed, but he was. The movie itself was snubbed, which is quite surprising. Yeah, I mean, I I forgot to read into like how. I mean, there's so many of these different like pre award shows, and I didn't. I haven't didn't look into how the critics nominations critics nominations well we'll go like how they're nominated kind of compared to like the what ends up being nominated for best picture yeah i mean i'll go through i'll go through some of the nominees some of the top end nominees for for the critics choice like starting with best picture we have the big sick call me by your name darkest hour dunkirk the florida project Lady Bird, the post the shape of water three billboards outside i mean missouri and get out now, out of all these movies, the one that I don't think translates to Oscar will probably either be The Big Sick or Get Out. I think those two. I think Get Out is actually going to get one. You think it's going to get in? I think it is. I mean, I think I, it, unless like it's been nominated for a lot of like, early stuff, which is good. It's a good sign. I mean, it it would be a nice change. It, it, I think it would be the first horror movie nominated for Best Picture since I think The Exorcist, I think. Unless like some people count Silence of the Lambs, like, I, I always get just, thrown in as not, like I don't think it's a horror movie, but whatever. Um, I think we you know what happened with the Big Sick. I think because I actually did finally see it and I really liked it. Yes, it's but it good. seemed like it like and this is not like an excuse because Get Out came out earlier than that, but it seemed like the Big Sick lost momentum really early, even though even though it only came out during the summer and Get Out came out way I think, earlier. Than that. I think another thing too is that um, it was. It never opened wide, the big sick. I think it right. Only, it I mean, only it did well in like the limited amount of theaters it was in. But and then um, moving on to best actor, we have James Franco, um, Tom Hanks, uh, Timothy Shamalot, Jake Gyll- Jake Gyllenhaal for Stronger, which I haven't seen yet. Um, Gary Oldman, which should be running the. He's I think he's going to run the Gauntlet. I don't think he's going to lose in any of them. Um, Daniel Day Lewis, of course, and then um, G, you're gonna have to help me on this one. Daniel, the guy from Get Out. <laughs> oh, his last name's hard. <laughs> it's very hard to pronounce. Daniel, what? The guy from Get Out. I can't say his last name. I don't want to butcher it. Let me see if I can pronounce. Katuya. Kaluya. Katuya. That's an L. Oh, sorry. Well, you need to show me your phone. 
Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, I would say, is the best. So, well, he was our, surprising to be there. I'm going to say the Oscar five is Timothy Chalamet, James Franco, Tom Hanks, Daniel Day-Lewis, and Gary Oldman. That's Gary my. Oldman. That's is my. That, is that other the first guy you named from that Call Me by Your Name? Yeah. Movie. He was in Lady Bird too. Lady Bird is fantastic, by the way. Oh, well, you're in two movies that are front runners. Like, which one do you root for? <laughs> I. Well, what do you mean? Like, like, well, for him, he. I mean, he can like celebrate both movies. Like, I mean, not not for his like for his performance. I guess to be. I think they'll Call go with Call by Your Name because he's, he's the, the lead. lead. So I think they'll go with that. He's more but I don't think everyone will watch Call Me by Your Name. They said that about Moonlight, and it robbed. La La Land, best picture. Well, I mean, I it finally made Ar- it finally made Army Hammer a thing. So good. good for Stop. Be nice. <laughs> no, you're yeah, probably the one that you're probably one you're probably the one that wrote that article that kicked him off of Twitter. Under my pseudonym. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, but it was so she accurate. She's a blonde lady reading, from Buzzfeed. You know, I'm reading the comments though beneath it, and the, they're like, "Oh, she's so mean. This sounds so personal." And then I was like, "Yeah, it might be kind of mean, but everything she said was kind of true." <laughs> I mean, it's they've been trying to make him a thing since a social network, right? Yeah, and well, I'm not, he's not the out. like he's not the only one. I think that they try to make a thing. There's several actors in Hollywood that we've been trying to make a thing. Scott Eastwood, and that's your boy, and Liam Hemsworth. They're it's funny, like well, Liam Hemsworth Liam hasn't Hemsworth really done much awful. except marry or date Miley or engage engage to Miley Cyrus forever. For this one, yeah. And Scott Eastwood oh, and, is... Nah. And Cara Delevingne, that's another one. Hot garbage. All well, over. she's a model, so she can always fall back on that, too. Yeah, but we keep we keep trying to make her like a star. Like a movie star. Yeah. Well, speaking so, of... So, yeah, it wasn't just, so it's not just Army Hammer. But, I mean, like, the best comeback for that article is if he gets an Oscar nomination, which I hear I he might. I don't think you will. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to give him credit. You just sorry. <laughs> I think if it's going to be from the movie, it's going to be Sha- uh, Shyamalan. Well, would he be? Would he be under supporting? Can he like throw himself into supporting? Looking at the list, I mean, by I all the yeah, I think he would probably. If he's going to get in, it's going to be for supporting. It's not going to be for lead. Yeah, he's but, gonna uh, pull up Viola Davis and put himself in the supporting category. And looking at like best actress, I think that's the hardest one to call. Like for the critics' choice, the nominees were uh, Jessica Chastain. Sally Hawkins, Frances McDormand, Margot Robbie, uh, Meryl Streep, and Saoirse Ronan. I would. Oh, I, I don't Robert. know, man. This is gonna be rough. I hear, that, uh, I hear Molly's game is really good. Yeah. Um. I. I don't know. I think we should Ch- try to make that our Christmas Day movie. Molly's game. Yeah. No, I want to watch. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, don't even tell me. It's so. It's he not wants... depressing. It seems like I... a very heavy Christmas movie. He wants. Oh, we saw Fences last Christmas. Can you get any heavier? You saw Fences on Christmas Day. On yeah. Christmas Day. Meh. David, fun. no, no, no. David wants to watch Phantom Thread on Christmas. No, Day. I don't. Oh, then I don't... what? Don't worry, I won't make you watch the greatest actor in the world. He's not but... the greatest actor in the world. Okay. Um. No, I want to see the Greatest Showman. Oh. Oh, that's the twentieth. That comes out the twentieth. Yeah, so I'll, I'll wait for Christmas Day on that. Yeah, one. I think Jumanji's that day too. I'm yeah. just looking. Well, December twentieth. Yeah, go so. see Jumanji. That'd be more fun. No, I think we're gonna see that the week before. Yeah, we. But um, right now, like for best actress, Jen seen uh, Itania. I haven't. So it's really good. I don't. I, I heard Alice Janney's really good. She's really good. I love her anyway from The West Wing, but. And obviously she's a mom and and all that, but she's hilarious. Her comic delivery is great. 
Um, I think everyone actually in the movie does really well with their parts. I mean, Margot does really well as her, as Tanya, Sebastian, uh, Stan does really well playing her husband. Um, I don't know Jeff how to say Louis. his last name. Yeah. Jeff <laughs> and um, I forgot the, the bodyguard guy, but the guy that actually like initiated the hit and everything. I forgot the name of that actor, but he, he's a comedian too. And he, um, he does really well in that part, like especially playing stupid. And then Alice and Janney plays her mom and she does really well with all the delivery and pushing her and, um, from her start and then you know the girl that played nancy kerrigan isn't really anybody it's just someone there to like that sort of looks like her but they weren't really trying to make anything about her because it's not her movie um so they weren't trying to if you're nancy kerrigan are you pissed somewhere that it seems like like tanya harding was at the premiere with margot robbie and like taking pictures with all the like stars kerrigan didn't even go to the premiere i didn't know that well why well why why would she know this this movie is about tanya harding and kind of like to be honest the nancy kerrigan thing was maybe like don't spoil it what 10 minutes tops that's not a spoiler oh okay like it's not because the movie isn't about her it's about Tanya Harding and her life and leading up to when she first, you know, did her triple axle spin or whatever, and that she was the first woman to do that and nobody had ever attempted it or they tried it, but they couldn't do it. And she did it and just going from there. And then really it goes into like, I actually felt really bad for her because she really didn't have anything to do with what happened. It was more her husband and the bodyguard that yeah there's a there's a, like a there's so there's like a big there's a lot of there. like Cause there are some people that think that even though she says she didn't know anything like a lot of people are like well how could she not know oh like, well but... they delve into all the domestic violence all like the abuse they get into everything about their relationship uh, they met at, you know she met him at when she was 15 he was a few years older like they get into all like the their volatile relationship and so you can you can kind of see and the only reason she ended up really being with Jeff in that moment was because the judges were like well you know you aren't the you don't represent the type of person that we want on camera sort of speak so like because she's sort of like what she would define right as like white trash like she called her family and stuff and so she didn't have or she didn't have the money to like get these like really fancy costumes so she made her own costumes and like all these different things and like the judges even Mm. though she was great weren't giving her the exact scores because of her appearance at times she is she is a like really the polar opposite of what nancy kerrigan right yeah so i think the media was especially easy because once it all came out that like her husband and you know this guy did it that like obviously she knew but i i don't know that she knew all of it i think she knew after the fact absolutely um but you know but then that it also shows when she went and she actually like told the cops what she knew after and then eventually you know it came to light that like they just didn't think you know they brought up charges on her because like she didn't say it before like a lot uh sooner than she should have and then Right. It's not really a spoiler. It's this is factual history. No, this is all happening. This is all so, like on the <laughs> If anybody like, I really didn't know all of this stuff. Like, I really just thought like I actually thought she hit her with a bat, and like 
That's <laughs> so just blatantly. Doesn't yeah, work. like just walk past past her and like whacked her, and then that's it. Like so, you see, like, and it's not, and they actually kind of make fun of that in the movie. Not make fun of it, but like they sort of like go off of it because of like the rumors and stuff. And it's um sort of like this documentary in a way, like they're talking to like the older Tanya, and then everybody's re- recounting like her life and like everything that goes by. And then, um, but it, it's funny. She's really good in it. So sure. I mean, she I heard like it's kind of like odd. a dark comedy at some points. Like, yeah, no, it is. It's it's good. It's definitely and the the movie's really not that long. You never feel the pain, like the it's time. It's ninety ninety five minutes. Yeah. No, no, it's about a hundred. You to don't feel the time 100, at 110 all. minutes. And I just I felt bad for her towards well, the end of the don't, movie because uh, I take was a note, like, baby. Don't trust anyone with the last name Galuli. That's your first mistake. Yeah. Like, you just like <laughs> she really got sort of and she says it in the movie like he kind of just like ruined her life or he says it being him um he kind of says you know yeah i ended her career like cuz he did i mean yeah and then um so. and she did porn and then watch uh oh she did for anyone that <laughs> yeah, wants that, to watch yeah you'll talk about that in the movie i assume but she eventually did porn and then for no, anyone no they that... just talked about that she was a boxer yeah and for anyone that wants to Watch more of the true stories. Is a yeah thirty for thirty and ESPN thirty for thirty on it. Oh, there is. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um. All right. Moving on to supporting actor, we have William Defoe, Army Hammer, Richard Jenkins, Sam Rockwell, Patrick Stewart, and Michael Stulog, Stuhlberg. 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 Who that? So it looks like William Defoe is about to. Boardwalk Empire. William Defoe is about to win an Oscar. Because he oh, good for him. he's the first actor since 1980, I think, two or three, that has won L.A., New York, and uh, ah, I forgot the other one. But there's a trifecta that he just won. So it looks like Defoe might be on his way to winning an Oscar. Uh, supporting actress is we have Holly Hunter, which is awesome. Allison Jenny, uh, Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer for Shape of Water, Tiffany. The fucking Tiffany Haddish. What the fuck, man? Oh, come on. She was hilarious. Oh I was, I mean, God, like, that's terrible. That's she was terrible. hilarious. When you steal the whole movie. The movie's, ugh. Ugh. Uh, you just don't like characters like her. But she would you hang out with someone like that? In all honesty. With that yeah, personality? I wouldn't, I no, wouldn't, you wouldn't you? hang out. Yes, I would. I think they're hilarious. She knows people. Like, I do. You know, you don't know people like that. Uh, my, there are several people that my mom knows that have been around. Yes. Yes. What about you, Jen? I would. I mean, it depends. <laughs> That's a long pause. <laughs> she's like, maybe. She's like, I gotta see if I know anyone like that. Right well, no, now. I hung out. I hung out with a lot of loud ass people. Like they walked in the room, and it was like you knew they were fucking there. Like there was no denying, and like all of the attention, and like you know being there. Now, in my older age, I'd probably be like, "You're a little loud right now," but. <laughs> But dude, like everyone, but if I I, knew, everyone like, you know, that has seen that movie except for you thought she was the best thing about it. I, I thought she, I thought she was the best thing about it. I don't know, she was, she was hilarious. She's the funniest person in the movie. Yeah. I mean, to be she honest, she gets more laughs than Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, and Regina Hall, like for sure. Because yeah. they were the most serious, the more serious characters. So if you took Tiffany Haddish out, the movie wouldn't be that funny. It would be, yeah, it would definitely be more like. Uh... Man, I don't think it merits a nomination though. She ain't gonna get an Oscar nomination. Ah, I know she's not gonna get the Oscar. All right, but moving That'd on. That'd be to... really funny if she did. I, I no, I, that's not the gonna only happen. Thing I would hope that if she did, I would love to 
like hear your reaction like all the way from LA. Oh my god, <laughs> you probably will. What? Um, and I guess rounding what? out the the top categories, we have uh for best director Guillermo del Toro, Greta Gerwig, Mara McDonough, uh Christopher Nolan. Jordan Peele, who will not get an Oscar nomination. Steven yes, Spiel, he will. No, he I actually won't. think you don't. I don't think he's going to get into the. Five. I think he will. I think he's going to put. I think he might. That's a bold statement. I know. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I think he might. I think the if we're going to say there's. I think the thing is like the Oscars like, yeah, they want to be taken seriously, but they also don't want to be like boring. And I think if that one way they cannot be boring is if they give someone like him a nomination. Ugh. Nah, I don't think. I mean, we'll see. We have uh, like three weeks to go. It would be it would be disappointing if we got one. I mean, I wouldn't be. I don't know because right now, like, if I look at my five, like that I have in mind right now, I would say Nolan, Greta. Ah. What do you mean? Ah. What is this? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of, I kind of agree with G. It would be kind of boring. Like Nolan is predictable. Like he's never been. On, he's, he's been never nominated for an Oscar. How is that predictable? Has he not? He's never been nominated for an Oscar. Well, that's unfortunate. I thought Wait, he was. For, he's he's never been nominated for an Oscar. All right, fine. I guess we'll give it to him. But like, if he had been nominated before, then I hasn't. would be expecting but him he to hasn't. be in it. My thing is that his movie is predictable. Like, that is. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I, like, I like Dunkirk a lot. I think that's the issue more than, like, it, it being him personally. No, I thought this it was is... good. But, right, like, it's an Oscar movie. Like, Man, but this is, the, this, this is the first and... Oscar movie he really that he's really trying. It looks like he's tr- trying to get nominated. Oh, Interstellar was such an Oscar movie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Yes, it was. That's a like straight-up sci-fi movie. Much. What? Did you no, know? it is an Oscar. That is, like, yeah, it was like a pretentious like oscar movie it's good it's, but it, it's, it's like good. It, it, you, you know it was, shooting it was for some pretentiousness stop you probably fell asleep i didn't fall asleep i was right next to you i know well you know what he has been nominated for an oscar but not for directing no screenplay right screenplay for my yeah. um I'm okay Magnolia. well then for, my, for memento and uh inception yeah but he's never been nominated for best director oscar i guess well, you make it like he just never been nominated period he's been nominated he's been I there guess, he's been invited to the party should, i just sh- want diversity yeah, that's what yeah, that would be perfect. You're good. You're... I want diversity. I can't wait to see if Greta when Jen's reaction or Greta Gerwig does it get nominated for best director. I hope she is. No, I think she. I think she's pretty safe. I think. I the, hope like so. my five where right now would be Guillermo, Greta Gerwig, Mara McDonough, uh, Christopher Nolan, and probably Steven Spielberg. Ugh. You know, I'm sure the post is good, but I'm so annoyed no. by all the early love is getting. I, I mean, this like... is just like this is like oh, of course, more okay. Le- He's like the one he's been nominated before. I, I guess know. this is how people feel about Meryl Streep. I guess I'm indifferent with Meryl because I yeah, expect she's her a woman. every year. She's no, a no, woman. no, because I expect her every year. So at this point, I've become numb to it. But like it, Spielberg, like no denying that he's a great director, obviously. But it's like, let's give chance to like the younger directors, well, to what, newer what if directors. He's gonna win? Huh? What if he's going to win? Well, I got no choice. I'm not part of the voting academy. What am I, I think to do? I think this might be. You know how I think I've said this before on here. You know how the Oscars always try to send the message. I think this year might be the year of the woman at the Oscars. And if Greta Gerwig went for Lady Bird, I'd be thrilled because Lady Bird is definitely one of my favorite movies this year. It's so good. It's definitely. I think it's a lock for original screenplay. Even though Shape of Water might give it some comp, I think Lady Bird is. Is she's gonna win her Oscar for, for original screenplay? She's like, I haven't seen it. I can't. Lady Bird I can't, was really I can't good. Comment <laughs> I can't comment yet. I got a lot to see. It's crowded. Stop going to damn you Christmas need to parties. Catch up. 
I'm I I will. I have like a lot of time to catch up. But, yeah. Bring some dates to these movies. Man, I don't want to see like the Oscar stuff. They're like, let's go see Pitch Perfect, which I'm totally fine with. Oh my god! But they're like that. Man, don't stop it. And then um, I'm glad I'm not gonna go through all of these, but I'm glad Roger Deakins was nominated for Best Cinematography. Hopefully, finally wins an Oscar. Yo, what's See, up with I the agree with of... that because he hasn't yeah, really cool, been nominated, yeah. right? And of course, Blade he's Runner... been nominated. Oh, he just well, hasn't won. Blade Runner was really good. So, um, what's up with the not like? Is it because it was was it screened in time or like is the Greatest Showman just not that good? Because it's not in any of these discussions. It might whatsoever. not. It might not be an Oscar player after all. I think you know. I think that might be it because I know the music. Didn't they, one of them got nominated for best original song? I don't know if it was at the Critics' Choice, if it was for those nominations, but that was one thing I saw. You know, I think for best song, I think that song from Coco's. Have you seen Coco yet? I have not seen it. Yet. I think. Oh, that's a good one. Well, remember. Uh, so Katie, here's the, what the thing, hell are you doing? dude. Do you watch no, 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 anything no, no, here's anymore? The thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> what are the thing. You doing? Kid, kid movies in the movie theater, like not my bag, really. <laughs> I it's, usually wait. it's difficult. It's difficult because oh, I I will I will say this like I love going I love watching Pixar movies in theaters, but it can get a little you you have to like it's like a coin toss if you're gonna get a good crowd or like a you know a kid that can't sit still crowd. There was a kid that like we were watching it at towards the end. I think it's the problem with that was that the Frozen the thing frozen was like short. the Frozen short wasn't a short. It was like. Forty minutes long. <laughs> I heard there was like all the complaining about it too. <laughs> and well, a lot of parents actually complained about it only because they were like, "Look, my kid can't sit still for longer than this amount of time." And by the end of Coco, they started like standing up, moving around because the Frozen short it took so long for the actual movie that they came to see to get started. And then Coco is not long; it's about a hundred minutes, so no, about an hour and so. forty minutes. So, but when you add like. The, the runtime for Frozen, the kid thing. by yeah, like, like a two-hour movie. Yeah, by the end of Coco, there was like a kid that was just like touching people's heads in front of us. I <laughs> mean, it was it was cute. The Frozen short was cute. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. But I didn't think it needed to be like super long. And just debut it on the Disney Channel or something. Like do it. You know, he's getting a new. He's getting his own show. So he they could have done it as part of that too. And shout out to because no one's seen. Our next topic until yesterday. Shout out to John Williams, nominated for the post for the score. Will he be a double nominee? Wait, is the post out now this weekend? No, the post is out Christmas. Oh, why would he be a wait. double nominee for another movie we're about to talk about? Why would he get another one for that? He's been nominated <laughs> for every single one of them, I think. Oh, it's ridiculous! Just doing the same variation of the same. Score. No, it isn't. <laughs> they, he wouldn't be nominated if it was the same versions of the song. No, it's basically the same variation of the, like Star Wars music. All sounds the same. Oh my god, you're, you're it's, it's funny. No, it's you remind you Blast remind me. me you remind me of a tweet that I read this morning and and now he's the, looking for the it. movie. No, I have it. I screenshotted it. Of course you did. Um, it's well, the movie we're going to talk about right now is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. You don't want to hear the the first reactions. There's no spoilers. Nothing in spoiler territory. But if you don't even want to know what the early reactions are, you can fast forward a few minutes because. We're about to get into that. But, no, nah, it's funny. One of my boys hit me up today. He was like, oh, I was Lady Bird. And I was talking about it. I'm like, oh, by the way, the last Jedi. Who is this? Is he Georgie. a real Chronicles listener? Yeah, Georgie. Shout uh, out to Georgie. And then um, he was I. He was like, oh, I saw the Disaster Artist again. And how was Lady Bird? And whatever. We're chatting. And I was like, oh, well, the first reaction is the last Jedi came out. You want to know? He's like, no, I don't even want to know anything. I'm like, all right, cool. So there are some people that don't want to know. I want to know. But I did see a tweet. That reminds me of a lot of people, not just for this movie, but for another movie, too. But 
this is the tweet. I thought of you, G. I can't wait for everyone to love The Last Jedi and say it was the best Star Wars since Empire and then call it hot garbage and worse than the prequels a couple of months later. Kind of true. It's true, isn't it? I mean, like, well, here's the deal. Like, I remember when I saw The Force Awakens and I loved it and then I watched it again, like, with some time and hype removed from it. And I it went from loving it to liking it. And then like some of the things that like my friends picked apart about the movie, like things I didn't really pay attention to because I was so hyped when I first saw it. I was like, yeah, that's true. That's true too. So it went from being like something I loved to just something I thought like it was just good, but not great. Oh, I loved it. I still loved it. I mean, I mean, I, I mean like I know we've disagreed before and like, I, but like, you know, it, it felt, it did feel beat for beat, like a new hope. Well, we've been through this before, so that's not. I'm not going to bore our listeners with my ramble rambling about this again. But uh, I love it. I thought it was great. Like man, like all people bitched about. Not you, but I'm saying in general. <laughs> I'm like all people bitched about for years is like I want a great Star Wars movie. I'm tired. You know these prequels suck. But you know the third one did not suck. But you know, sure, you can say whatever you want. But then we get to we get a great Star Wars movie, and then. People bitch about people like it's it's just it's like they're never satisfied no matter what. I can't. I mean, I agree with this, the, that tweet that I read. I'm like, it, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be people are gonna love it and then they're gonna be like, oh my god, this is the worst well, I mean, thing I ever. I mean, the, the the prequels, with the exception of the third one, leave a very bad taste in the. <laughs> yeah, and then the you and then you see. find and then you finally get something, and then you're just like, you know, Jen, are you reading the tweets? No, not yet. I'm gonna wait until you read. All them right, too. cool. So, for those living under a rock, Star Wars The Last Jedi premiered. Well, thanks. Star Wars The Last <laughs> Jedi premiered last night in L.A. Gee, why were you not at that premiere covering it for us? I was at several Christmas parties. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even think you turned down a premiered Last Jedi over a no, Christmas I, I, I would I would have worn my ugly sweater to that premiere. Oh, by the way, what's your ugly Christmas sweater? Oh, it's this disgusting, like, ugly, like, sweater vest. It, like, looks like something that came out of, like, my grandmother's, like, closet. It's disgusting. Like, but people liked it, though. The most insulting Christmas sweater I can think of, but I don't think I could ever wear it because I'd probably get smacked, was, uh, is, like, a regular sweater, but with, like, a mirror. So when they look at it, you know, the ugly Christmas sweater would be them looking oh, at themselves. Oh, they're looking at themselves? That's kind of clever. That's messed up. It's not funny. That's mean. Is it not funny? That's mean. It's funny, though. It's funny. That's mean. So, back to Star Wars. There's a whole bunch of tweets, so I guess I'll just go through the ones that, you know, you I, like the I best. like the most. I G's read some of these, but let's go with this. Um, let's start with Luke was right. This is not going to this is not going to go the way you think. The last Jedi will shatter you and then make you whole again. I am stunned by The Last Jedi. I gasped, I laughed, I screamed, I cried, and I had the time of my life. Ryan Johnson pulled it off, making what might be the best Star Wars movie of all time. Wow. Not, o- Not only are Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill at their very best as Leia and Luke in this movie, Aww. but Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver blow Ray and Kylo Ren out of the park. I didn't expect where these characters went, and it's my favorite part of the film. Chills. I got chills. So he'll be less emo, I hope? Probably. Yeah, Probably. I know. I've been what I've been reading is that he's really, really good in it, and I love that. I love Adam Driver. So I mean, I like him too. I mean, I like him. Well, I liked him more outside of no uh, Star Wars. Star Wars? But, uh, yeah, but no hyperbole. The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Ryan Johnson and company nailed it. Let's see what else. 
they talked about um of Luke also like Mark Hamill giving his best performance as Luke Skywalker as well. Thoughts? And Thoughts? It's like this like Mark Hamill like second coming. Did someone <laughs> say something bad about it? Uh, there was one tweet I read that wasn't bad, but yeah, it, was like, it wasn't. I think we're talking about the about same how person. It dragged, a it dragged. and I'm like, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm lying down reading it, and I told you, an I'm like, why is it these old, old ass critics that fucking always like to shit on everything? Yeah, but he gave it. It was like it was weird because it was like the stuff he was saying seemed it seemed kind of negative, like oh, it drags here and there, blah, blah blah. But then his last few words were very positive. He uh, he also was another one that praised Mark Hamill and I think Carrie Fisher. He sandwiched the criticism. Cool. Yeah, he did. It was like he sandwiched like, it. Could, he said something good, like, oh, but cool. and then something good. But... <laughs> I don't think I don't think he wants to be that guy. Well, I think he already is that guy. And someone tweeted that the best parts of the movie are not in the trailer. Avoid spoilers at all costs. Uh oh. That is like the best news. Do you know where our tickets are? I don't know. On my phone. I <laughs> hope so. I think so. I don't know. And another one says, you may not always feel how you want to feel, but the feelings will be genuine and deep, and I'm grateful for them, especially when it comes to Carrie Fisher. And it was like a big tribute Aww. to her as well. So she must be like like, like heavily in the movie then. She has a big part. Yeah, I think so. I think she did, but I think, right, like nine was supposed to be like more of a bigger, a larger role for yeah. her. Too. I mean, it looks like they're both in it a lot. Yeah. From what I've been reading. Good. And then uh, reluctant to say about the last, reluctant to say more about the last Jedi, still absorbing it. But there's a good reason Lucasfilm gave Ryan Johnson three more Star Wars movies to make, and that's kind of what I think mm-hmm. everyone thought. Once they gave him those three movies, they're probably like, "All right, the Last Jedi is probably really, really good." So I mean, he's directing nine. No, JJ is, but oh. he's getting a trilogy for himself. Okay. It makes sense to go back to JJ. I agree. Um, the Last Jedi has more goosebump moments than any Star Wars movie I can remember. I was grinning for most of the two and a half hours. A worthy and great Star Wars film. The franchise is in great hands. Kudos to Ryan Johnson. Aww. And you still haven't seen goddamn Looper. Well, do you have it? Of course, of course I have Looper. Looper's fucking great. So then lend it to me. I don't know, because you'll probably be shit on it too. Who what? says? Why, I don't why, shit why, on everything. I don't know, because I have a... F- I, 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 I've been with her for three years. I kind of have an idea of what movie should be like. Me. No. Hey, but yeah, Jen Piper, I... Piper Parabo is in it, so there you go. Oh, I love her. <laughs> oh God. Um. No, Wait, gee, you love Looper, right? I actually. I love it. Yeah, I love Looper. It's one of my favorite, uh, yes. like sci-fi movies. Yes, yeah, I here. actually didn't. I didn't think I was gonna go into the Shape of Water. Oh, Shape it, of Water is great, though. It looked a little though. like, eh, right? And then we saw it, and I liked it. I thought it was really well, good. I gotta be in the right mood to watch something like that. And then we got well. See, that's the thing is that there are certain movies that you see that like you gotta be in the mood. So like for me, Phantom Thread, I need to be in the mood for that. Like I feel that, like I'd, I, be for, I'd be in the mood for that, and I'd be in the mood for like something like The Darkest Hour, which I'm sure is yes. great because of Gary Oldman. But I cannot like if I'm not in the right frame of mind, I'll be. Like, see, room, I, I, I needed to be in the mood for Room, I, but oh David God. forced me to watch it, and then he's like. Oh, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm upset. I mean, it's not. It's a heavy ass movie. I mean, that's not something you just be like. Oh, I'm well, just go, gonna watch Room tonight. Going back on what G said feel about Darkest after. Hour, like no. I feel this. I've, I'm. I can't wait to see it. But I'm like, I want to see it more for Gary Oldman and the actual story. Because like I, honestly, I, honestly, I'm waiting for a, like a couple of friends to like maybe get a screener so I can like watch it at home. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like but with the, them. But like, the Shape of Water was really good. And then I also think I also like that like we got to see it over at Lincoln Square in the city and Guillermo del Toro was there and right after Spencer. and he is funny. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro has he the biggest potty mouth you'll ever fucking hear. He is like Dude was cursing you the entire Q&A. Oh, really? Yeah, fact, he's pretty funny. He has two houses just for his memorabilia. Nice. Things from his You know what made me sad was hearing that he could have been in charge of like the dark universe yeah. of their He said too. he regrets it too. He so. does regret it, oh. he said. Cuz he probably would they probably would have been so good. I'm sure yeah, and I mean he was a fan of all those old universal horror movies and and whatnot. But who knows? I mean creative differences, right? Everybody when and you now have that one universe vision, is over. So pretty much before it really yeah, started. Crazy. I like how they tried one movie and they were like, Nope, this isn't gonna work. That DC should have done that. But anyways, Oh, um, you you know, it's like I was reading like because while we were talking, I'm like scrolling on my newsfeed, and one of the stories was from like comic book news, and it was just like DC firing anyone that was responsible for Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who wrote that headline? But it's great though. <laughs> the last, I'm gonna just go through two two more here. Uh, the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi is so beautifully human, populous, funny, and surprising. I cried when one PLC heroine got her moment because films like these films like these leave their mark on entire generations and representation matters mm. jen's like yay women yay women. Yeah. oh this one's good for you g the last jedi is going to spark much more debate amongst fandom than t uh the fork wake it's it's really good <laughs> for some reason because you went on the woman side of things i thought this was gonna be a tweet about john boyega and you're like oh this one's good for you g <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find. There's one that I wanted to find that I was looking for that I can't seem to find. But it was is harping back on like everyone's worry that this is going to be like a copy of Empire Strikes Back, and um, it's not. They said that it's a. It does have like you know, little similarities. Si- not similarities, but little like. Well, the thing is, if it. it's like, if it's even like a little dark, they're going to be like, "Oh, it's the dark yeah. one." It's like right so, back. They said it's, you know, it has odes to that stuff, yeah. but it's a Ryan Johnson movie, and that's a good thing. So, like, it's you can tell it's a Ryan Johnson film. So it has it goes in certain directions, so that's good, too. And apparently Porgs are awesome. Aw, <laughs> Porgs. Well, Daily really had a pretty successful year this year. She's in two big movies. By the way, I mean, and we'll finish up on, this, on the Star Wars subject in, in a second, but um, Jen and I did not like Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, I liked it. Okay, my friend fell so, asleep. She was like, I fell asleep. I was like, what? I was like, it was good. It's not that I didn't like it, but I guess I expected it to be a lot better than it was. And I personally don't think there needs to be a second one, but I guess whatever. Well, I mean, um, it's based on another book. That, I mean, yeah. but just with that same detective. I guess like, I just didn't. I thought some of his camera shots were a little like all over the place. She hated the over the top. And the over the top shot that they would do i didn't really i wasn't a fan of it i was like "Mm, it doesn't i don't think you needed it you could have just gone straight in it would have been the same effect old people are loving that movie and i figured that was the crowd we had actually a lot of old no it is like like, during the week if you look at the box office numbers for murder of the Orient express during the week like in it like at its peak in like its first two or three weeks it was out it did super well during the week and that's when like older people tend to go to the movies yeah and like you know that's what kind of like has had it like be neck and neck with daddy's home too because that uh usually daddy's home too is one the weekend because they both came out the same weekend but during the week like murder like jumps over daddy's home too and i think it's i don't know if it's people like the kind of like old school like 
murder mystery thing. Well, I mean, if anybody watches, like, BBC or, like, they like the character, right? Like, Perot yeah. and, like, all this <laughs> stuff. And so, I mean, I like the cast. Like, I thought it had a good ensemble cast. Like, I liked everyone in it. And I definitely didn't see the twist. Yeah, I didn't see that twist coming. I didn't see that coming. So Have you read the book? I thought nope. it was good. I nope. haven't read the book. Oh, okay, yeah. I read it in uh, high school. I actually, like, a lot of Agatha Christie stuff is so good. Yeah, so, like... I just felt like, I don't know, like in certain parts it did drag a little bit. Like I felt, I don't know, I felt it drag a little, little bit. And I don't know, like I don't feel like he was as funny as like he thought he was funny. Like <laughs> delivering certain lines. Like I was just like, mm, eh. and his mustache bothered me, but that's a different story. Oh, but it was it's like glued to his face. It's its own character and it's amazing. Yeah, it's adult mustache. But, um. Yeah. yeah, but that's, that movie's about to gross $100 million, and I didn't see that coming at all. It's still in theaters? Yeah. Yeah, same thing with Wonder. I mean, like, I mean I'm mean, i glad great, Wonder. Wonder was well. so good. Um, okay, I saw that. Like, It was a pretty packed theater when I saw it. Uh, and it was just like everyone was like had the same reactions at the same time to like, certain things. Like, And everyone kind of left that movie just very like happy. There were a lot of people like walking out that were like, "Oh, aren't you?" Like this one lady was talking to her friend. She's like, "Aren't you so glad we saw this?" <laughs> she was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you would think that the movie might be a little sad. Like first, before like when you see the trailer, you think that it might be, you know, kind of sad, like a heavy subject. Kids fucking suck sometimes and whatnot, you know. And then like, but no, you leave it on like a high, on that high note, and like, um, it's also the same director as Perks of Being a Wallflower Which yeah, I love. and writer. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it when I uh, went into it. When I found that out, I was like, "Oh, that makes so much sense." Because he actually, yeah, made like I mean, like what I liked about it was that it was very genuine. Like, it, like I think its heart was in the right place. And though, and those movies are hard to make. Like, you can easily make that kind of movie, and like it's trying to toy with your emotions. It's trying to make you cry. It's trying to make you do you know react. But I didn't think it really did that. I think everything kind of came naturally. Yeah, it did. I agree. Well. Go see Wonder. Go see Star Wars this weekend. So before we go, before we get off the subject on this, what are you predicting money wise? I was about to ask you. That's funny. Like where do you I think say it's going to go? Force Awakens was two thirty, right? Yeah. Two two forty. Oh, think, you think it's going to go over? I think it's going to go over. Mm, I think it's going to go a little bit more than that. I think it's nah. definitely. Oh, you think no, it's going to go? No, you think it's going to go like two fifty? No, I don't think Why? it's two fifty. You don't think it'll get two fifty? No. 250, 240 but it's already. Anticip- like a lot of people are gonna watch this movie. If it opens to two fifty, that means it was in one week made more than like Justice League. Like Justice League's yeah. not even gonna get two fifty. Yeah, but it's not as good as this is better than Justice League. Well, we don't League. know that, but we'll see. Well, we know it from oh, the first. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like just throw it out there and it's gonna assume that it's better. Than Justice League. Yeah. I oh no, I, I can imagine. Say. I will say that this it's freaking Disney. Man, I'm going to go on on a limb and say this might be the best-reviewed Star Wars movie of all time. Hmm. Wow, what's Empire at? 94. Who those those little dumbasses that didn't rate it well? That's what I'm saying. Um, And then New Hope is 93. Um, Force Awakens is 94. So it's tied. I, I I mean everyone's predicting of course a two hundred million plus start. I just don't know where it's gonna fall in have have any numbers leaked from pre sales? Not yet, right? Or that'll probably start leaking tomorrow. It'll probably uh-huh. just probably this week. I mean I, I easily over two hundred, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it beats Force Awakens and go with two forty. 
Well, they were saying, like, so remember, I think a while back, um, they said when they promoted the whole, like, 200 million plus weekend, like, a couple of weeks ago, they were comparing it based on awareness that uh, Force Awakens had, like, just through different polls and stuff. And it, it's actually beating the Force Awakens, but then they also pointed out that, like, sometimes sequels tend to just debut a little less than the originals sometimes. Not so that's why they though, I think. Like, yeah, so I mean, yeah. I, that's why they ended up not giving it like a, a opening weekend that would be higher than the Force Awakens. But I, you know, this is the same thing that happened. You know, I'm not like just with it. So like, you know, once early word comes out that it's good, and all these react, I think that kind of pushes up the projections think, a lot. I think the fact that the movie had no embargo on social media showed like we need. If we haven't sold certain tickets, we're gonna sell them now. I can imagine people that have read all these tweets are probably but were buying tickets already once they read all that stuff. I don't know. I might say two forty. I've been really good lately with the whole prediction. So you're gonna say two forty as well? I'm gonna say two forty. Two forty, two forty, Jen's at two fifty. I'm at two fifty. We'll see next week who's right, who's wrong, who's close. By the way, and then before we get into our main topic topic of like our awful Christmas movies, um the Jurassic World trailer is not very good. <laughs> Just Oh, you are the worst. There. You're like the only one I know that said that no, too. I'm not. It, I You're even, a Tiffany. You and you and that. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, never mind. I don't know what to say. Well, one of my one of our listeners, Chris Chin, he comments. Oh, on I it. saw that. Actually. And one of the thing. one of my one of the YouTube critics that I watched their videos, Jeremy Johns, he didn't like it either. He said the same thing I said. There's no. There's no. It's it, it's like a monster disaster movie now. Instead of actually like, there's no charm like the original okay Jurassic Park was. No man. Like what? There's no need for them to go to that fucking island. There's zero need. I and agree, then, but and they then boot, a story and then, to bring back And then bootleg-ass Jessica Chastain is like, oh. Excuse me, that's Miss Bryce yeah, Dallas Howard. bootleg-ass Jessica Chastain. Bryce Dallas Howard. Why are you such a Bryce Dallas Howard here? <laughs> Let me go back to what I was saying. Bootleg-ass Jessica Chastain's like, oh, but Blue's still on the island. I'm like, hey, but she's not wearing heels now, so. Motherfucker, like. <laughs> win this, for women. This fucking guy betrayed you anyway. Win for women. You don't women. need to go back to rescue fucking Blue and shit. Oh, it irked me. It irked me that there's no real con- like depth in- to this story. It's going to be just But fucking... maybe we've only seen that now because of this first trailer. Maybe in the second trailer it'll look It looks better. pretty. Because you know like first trailers sometimes like <laughs> really like suck. Like they don't cut them well enough. Name a bad Star time. Wars trailer. Oh, I have not seen all the Star Wars trailers. I mean, if you go with all the ones back in the day, I mean, like I don't know. No, I will say no. You know, I mean, since you've been a fan, you haven't. But I will say this: when I was back in 2002, the Clone Wars trailer was awful. I don't know if you remember that one, G. The Clone Wars trailer? Yeah, it was awful. The uh, Attack of the Clones. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. yeah. Well, that was terrible. Well, the movie is awful. I actually feel like but... trailers nowadays give more away than that's trailers Star... back in the day. That's why Star so... Wars are so good <laughs> be because honest. they don't give anything away. I don't know. The Jurassic World thing on my Instagram page is like my most viewed video ever. Yeah, but it still not doesn't look great. No, fine. Yeah, fine. Be, yeah, it's that's about it. Uh, like it's just there. like it is what they are. Like I, they're just fun. I mean, just just have fun. With we're it. gonna be sitting there like clenching because we're I'm like, not... we don't know. Like if they're gonna get out. Of course before they're gonna that get out. Volcano comes. How do you know that? Out. You don't know that. You know, you know what pissed me off? And they're in that little it? ball, and then they drop into the water, and then you're like. <gasps> How will they get out? I still out? don't see a need. Like, uh, and so, like, like, I was watching when I was watching and then the, the trailer. the poor dinosaur that falls in the water. Who with cares? Them, like, Does he swim? 
Oh, and then they have that money shot with the T-Rex. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that one was good. The T-Rex always randomly rescues everyone in these Jurassic Park movies. Uh, since part one, even. That guy's always geez. rescuing people. Um, with his little hands. Because he's slightly yeah, less evil than the Megan other Fox. guys. His little hands. It's Megan Fox. No. <laughs> no, don't don't start. Oh, she has, oh, she has T-Rex thumbs. Yeah, she has T-Rex thumbs. That's actually a condition that yeah, many her, people have. The rest I'm, of her, so, I'm sorry? They're club thumbs. The rest of her looks amazing, though. <laughs> Especially in your trans- first Transformers. Man, Transformers. Actually, the second one, too. She looks good in that. Jennifer's body. Oh, just, good for her. But uh, going from one garbage movie, Jennifer's body, to. Man, when was the last time you saw it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, see? See? Um, going to our big. Our main topic today. We're in the holiday spirit, so we're going to count down our awful holiday movies. We're going to meet G and I have five really bad Christmas movies that <sighs> I, I would have re- some. You, I thought you said you didn't have any. No, I got some now. How many do you have? I have five. Hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see Dude, I was looking up other people's lists, though, like just to see how they compare to mine. And there was some stuff on the people's bad list that just made me upset. Like, I have seven. Like, Jingle All the Way is on a lot of people's bad list. It's not bad. No, it's so good. I used to watch that all Like, the time I looked up a few kid. people's bad list, and Jingle, Jingle All the Way is, like, number one on certain people's oh, list. Oh, I so, love like, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Like, are... That's not on my bad list. So, I guess we can... Do you have any honorable mentions? I don't. I just have five. No, I just have five. All right. I guess Jen has two honorable mentions, and she has seven. Yeah, but, like... These two nope, just are saying. bad movies, but I kind of, like, I can sit there, like, if they're oh. on and definitely watch them. Like, they're they're definitely bearable, so, like, they don't All right, what they is, make the worst movie list. What are they? These are her, like, these are her honorable mentions? Yeah, so this is uh, The Perfect Holiday with Queen Latifah and LL Cool J. I almost I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't even know it's that existed. It's kind of random. Like, she's told she's dying, and then she decides, like, she works in a department store, like Sears or something, and then she's told she's dying, so she's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to, like, the French Alps or something, and she's going to go um, spend her money there, and then all of a sudden she gets the news later on that she's not dying, and now she's just blown her whole fucking retirement. I would be kind of angry by the end of that movie. You know what? I just but- got that movie. Confused, and I know they're totally different, but they both start Queen Latifah. What, the Taxi? With, no, the one with Common. Uh, God damn it. Where? I it's called Just Right or something like that. Oh, Physical Therapist? She's like the physical therapist? Yeah, I just confused those two movies. <laughs> Do you guys like The Preacher's Wife? Yes! Yeah, I haven't seen it enough <laughs> to really be like... Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. I do like it. It has a good soundtrack, and I wish, uh, actually, I wish Denzel Washington did more comedy. I forgot that, like, it, when I was thinking about when I was setting on my list for next week, and I was like, man, what's a really good Christmas movie? And I totally forgot Denzel was in A Preacher's Wife. It's such a good movie. But uh, I guess I'll kick it off. Wait, I got one more. Oh, what's the other one? Nothing <laughs> nothing like the holidays. What the fuck is that? So it's like with Alfred Molina. Um, it has like a very big Latino cast. But like John Leguizamo's in it. Sounds, Deborah Messing's in sounds it. Sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> it's basically like this Puerto Rican family in Chicago. And it's sort of like the dad is dying. So, like, it might be their last Christmas altogether. And it's, like, not a great movie, but I'm kind of a fan of just the cast itself. So I put it as an honorable mention. But the plot is, eh, it's all right. That's it. 
I love how we we look at honorable mentions when we're really it's not really an honorable mention. It's kind of a dishonorable mention. Well, it depends on like yeah, oh yeah, for this for your worst list. Yeah. So this isn't on my list, but I thought of it and I can't find the goddamn name of it. It's um it's it's a Christmas movie Jen and I saw like two years ago and we were misled as to what it really is. Oh, the Coopers. Something with the Coopers. I love uh, I love the, I love the Coopers or something like that. Uh, sure. Is it the one with uh, Olivia Wilde? Love the Coopers. Yeah, so I thought it was gonna be like a fun oh, comedy. Man, that was a Dude, downer. what a fucking downer! Like I love John Goodman. I watch anything John Goodman's in, but my god, that movie was a fucking yeah, downer. That one was kind of a waste of time. It had a good cast though. It was a great cast. It did have a good cast. Very misleading though. But yeah, it was very misleading. So I just wanted to throw that in there. And that movie actually reminds me of another movie that will be on this list. Okay, cool. So my number five is something that Jen wanted me to watch for the three years we've been dating. Are you fucking kidding me? You're really putting it on? Yes. You're just doing this to get me angry. All right, Hulk. Um, so Jen... You didn't watch the whole movie. You can't yes, talk I about did. it. No, you didn't. She's getting so angry. You didn't watch the whole movie. So the, my number... It doesn't count, people. It doesn't count. My number... <laughs> It doesn't count. My number. Yeah, he I didn't watch it. I did watch he the whole thing. He fell asleep. He fell asleep during it, not because of the movie wasn't great. It was fantastic. So, but G- there, could like a, there could be like a big plot twist you missed when you fell asleep. No, I he, did not miss a fucking plot. He, I have no. a qu- I have a question no. for you. Gee, what what would you consider a villain in a Christmas movie? Go ahead. It could be well, anything. Like, what would you consider it's a, Christmas movie. a cliche villain in a Christmas movie? This movie actually has several villains, but if you'd watch it, you would know. I do. And not just your typical cliche villain. Some, it has other people. Some person trying to steal Christmas. Sure. Let's villainous. just do it that way. So this movie, Smoky Mountain Christmas. Chad's not going to talk Don't to me the touch rest my of the foot. Day. He's touching my foot right now, people, to try to get by. No. Come on, I'll give you a foot massage. No, I don't want it. All right, don't ask for it later. Um, I will not. So yeah, dude, the movie of this, vi- the villain of this movie is a fucking witch. No, she's not the villain. She's just. So it's dude, a Halloween movie. Dude, she's that's what this, I said. No, we're, she's I'm, in this particular town, but she is not the villain. Dude, Different she, people are the villain. The system is the villain for the orphans that can't find a home. The listen the to two, this. Just listen to the this, two me. old women that like. Lock up the kids in the orphanage. Well, hello, those are villains. The sheriff is an asshole. Okay, those are villains. And the then witch. this particular woman who is a has witch. some magical powers and bakes <laughs> a very bad pie and puts Dolly Parton to sleep, that's a villain. But, oh, and the paparazzi, planned by uh, Dan Hedaya, who we know from many other movies. Ooh. He does this sound great? He is a villain because he is after Dolly Parton, who is a celebrity star, and she's just trying to get away, peace and quiet, to Smoky Mountains, you and hear this? he follows her. So there are many, many villains in this movie. So we're watching the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, babe, is there? W- w- what's the point of this witch?" I'm like, "I thought you said this is a Christmas movie." And it she- is a Christmas movie. As one of the best songs ever. What's the song? Spend Christmas with Santa. <laughs> How does the movie end? Dolly Parton adopts like 95 kids. Okay, it's seven children, and she has the money to do so. 
and so what? Yeah. And she ends up with the Mountain Man, who's played by Lee Majors, who's not so nice in real life, but whatever. He signed my DVD, so I guess I'll have to take it. I got G has nothing for us. He was mean to you. <laughs> no, nah, he was a little bit of a he dick. He was mean. But um, yeah, I man. Mean, I just first of all, I, I know some obscure TV movie that you were in years ago. You should be grateful. I know your catalog, sir. Okay. Wait, so, what, like, wait what are you talking about? Lee Majors. Wait, what other obscure movie was he in? No, that one. But I'm saying, oh. and you know, all the other stuff he's done, and like, you know, Farrah Fawcett, R.I.P. Didn't treat her much better, but whatever. So you know, like. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I will say this. It has nothing to do with Dolly Parton and me trolling Jen. I do like 9 to 5. I like 9 to 5. Now you're trying to save yourself? 9 to 5 is great. I told you I really liked it when we saw it. She's also in a movie with Queen Latifah. That's not horrible. Oh, Joyful Holiday? Yeah. That one's okay. Wait, what was the one that I got you for Christmas a few years ago? Um, the one with Sylvester Stallone? Rhinestone or something? Oh, Rhinestone. Yeah, Rhinestone. Is it any good? Or Rhinestone Cowboy. Rhinestone. Uh, not that great. I personally like Straight Talk with uh, James Woods. It's a, good, it's a good movie. Steel Magnolias. Dolly's in that, too. Well, yeah, G, watch Smoky Mountain Christmas. Let us know what you think. It's fantastic. Uh, I, I, I will try. To. All right, G, go, go <laughs> ahead. Go. Where can I even find it? <laughs> yeah, on I don't YouTube. Think you oh, it's on YouTube? Okay. Yeah, I found, like, some... I think I might, because I've been watching, like, a few different Christmas movies, so I, may, I can also, fit in some bad... Also, CMT has it, like, they play it around this time of year. And, I mean, I can't knock it. I like a really bad Christmas movie that Jen, I showed Jen the other day with Dean Cain. Oh my God. And it's just as bad as this. No, Smoky Mountain Christmas is way better. So, like, the movie is, like, Dean Cain, and he's, like, an angry cop. And, Small uh, Town Santa. Small Town Santa. Pretty it's on bad. Netflix. Never they, watch it. They spend most of their time in, like, the police a station. Room. All right, G, go ahead. Go with your number five. <laughs> uh, my number five is Four Christmases. Oh, good. That's with, my list, too. Is that your number five? That was actually my number one. <laughs> That's your worst oh. Christmas movie of all time? <laughs> no, no. It's pretty um, bad. It's actually between my number one and number two. I still hadn't decided, but... um. I think my I know my number one, so we'll say it's my number two. It's pretty bad. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a lot better than... Well, the, the premise, it, the premise, uh, there's a lot in the premise that could be funny. Like the idea of them going to visit like all four of their divorced parents and like on the space of a Christmas day or whatever. But like the, the, none of the, they're, they're, it's not written well. And like the, not, like none of it's really funny and it should be funny, but it's not. Who's in And that? it's frustrating. Like, the only reason that movie did well is because I don't know if it did well because Reese Witherspoon was like kind of like big big back right at that moment yeah during that time but so was just Vince Vaughn. the right time i guess but like i never understood why i did so well and why you know it definitely didn't get any reviews at all i actually saw it on opening day thinking that it was going to be good but then my friend when we went to go see it he was like man but vince vaughn has not done anything that good in a while and i was like yeah whatever it should be fine it should be fine and then he was very upset that i was but chose the movie to go see have you seen it no, I have not. I've not seen it. I'm surprised you haven't seen. It. Well, yeah, it's not very good at all. I really thought it. Would and be you know, and actually, you know what? <laughs> the like Vince Vaughn is on this list again. I'm just saying it's for another Christmas. Oh, movie. I, oh don't, I know what it is. I don't mind that one. Yeah, well, well, I'll bring it up when it comes up. All right, all right, Jen. <laughs> what's your five? Oh, my five is. 
Home Alone three. Man, that was oh, my. Oh, oh, oh god, you scared me. That's my. That's my. That's my number three. Do you want to hold off? Yeah, sure. All right, so yeah, that's. So here's the deal. That... I couldn't. I couldn't add Home Alone three to the list because I don't think it's near. It's not good. At, I mean, it's not Home Alone or Home Alone two, but there is. Uh, there's some charm to watching there... it. <laughs> For, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Jen and I have different reasons for why we don't like it, but and why we think it's terrible. But uh, you know, we'll get to that when we get when we get to my number when I get. It's my number three. Isn't there so. another one too? There's like yes, four of them. There's five, yeah. I think. There's five. Yeah. Oh I my never, god, you're right. I never saw the other two. <laughs> After three, I just didn't watch it. And I actually saw three. I think like on HBO or something. So like, bad. I didn't see it in theaters. So my number going to my number four. I'm sure none of you have ever seen it, or maybe you have even heard of it. Uh, so you guys know I like wrestling, obviously. So, oh, here we go. Yeah, my no- <laughs> my number four is Santa with muscles. Who is in this fine? It is with Hulk Hogan. Oh lord! You seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I just figured with muscles and who was the most reputable star at the time in movies. So, Superman Commando Hogan. himself. No, Superman Commando is terrible. Well, all his movies are terrible. So, but um, yeah, most of his movies are terrible. He's like the Santa that protects the neighborhood and stuff like that. And, it, you know, it's the cliche villain, like you were saying, like you mentioned before when I asked, it's like the evil millionaires that are trying to destroy Christmas. Yeah. But, like, Hulk Hogan's such a bad actor that it just, like, it's already a bad premise as it is. But just seeing him in a, in a Santa suit with no sleeves and a fucking beard is just, just, just <laughs> terrible. Like, wrestling, wrestling gets a bad, you know, a bad rep as it is. And we have, like, these garbage ass movies that wrestlers are in it just makes it even worse it's uh and i like i i'm very like you mentioned before like i'm very acceptable a lot of us are very acceptable with like bad christmas movies but this is just like just awful like i i've seen it twice and i i can never do this again i don't think i could ever watch this movie again but yeah you did twice though what happened you did it twice yeah i i i you know, unless it's like Smoky Mountain Christmas, I right? give everything more. Than <laughs> so, is it better than Smoky Mountain Christmas? No, it's my number four. Oh, I know, but yo, I don't <laughs> know. Did you like? So you didn't seem to like. Oh, that's true. Never mind. No, okay. I'll take Smoky Mountain Christmas over fucking Santa with muscles any day. Yeah, but did you fall asleep during Santa with muscles? Mm, the second time I did. Now the only reason he fell asleep, people, is because <laughs> here we go. That's why I did this. Sorry. Is because <laughs> you really you're like fucking playing instigator right now. The only reason he fell asleep was because it was like nine thirty, and David has to go to bed like an old man at nine thirty. So we started the movie, and then he was like, All "That's right, actually I'm turning incorrect." Over right now because we saw room. Going to sleep. We saw room, and room ended like at ten. No, it doesn't matter. Same time, and so he fell asleep. And I was like, whatever, I'm just going to watch this movie because it's fantastic. That's... And then he like just woke up in and out and like was just like, oh. And so he didn't watch shit. That's false. The children yet? That's false. <laughs> Terrible. All right, G, go go ahead. What's your number four? <laughs> oh, yeah, my number four. Uh, my number four is Deck the Halls with Matthew Broderick. And, and Danny DeVito? Yep. I've never seen that. Yeah. I haven't really seen yeah, that not... either. It's not good. You don't need to. Well, what is it about? It's like it's like one of those Christmas movies. Like, like that's the thing about some of these Christmas movies. Like, if you brought up uh, Love the Coopers and we were talking about how good the cast is. Like, some of these movies have like a really good cast that you think would be like, oh, like it's good to get these people together for this kind of movie, and it just doesn't work. Like, it's not that funny. Matthew Broderick's in it. Danny DeVito, Kristen Chenoweth, 
Kristen Davis. Like it's you know it not it's this. like kind of like it's just not like the stuff that they think is funny in it is just not funny and it kind of just falls completely flat. And uh, I've never been one to be annoyed by Danny DeVito because like you know yeah, if I can tolerate him in Batman Returns, I can tolerate him in anything. Hey, he's uh, good in Batman Returns. Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> he is good in it, but you know if you're gonna get if you was to overstay his welcome in something, you'd probably be Batman Returns. I guess. Uh, but yeah, he's pretty annoying in Dexter Hall. Like really annoying. I have ne- Jen. Have you seen it? I have not actually. I think it was probably on TV once or twice, but I never really. I haven't had a chance yet to see it. Man, <laughs> you're gonna throw my boy Vince Vaughn under the bus soon, and I know what movie yep. it is. Yep, yep. Oh, you mean your boy? He hasn't done anything. That's not defending Vince Vaughn. All right, Jen, go ahead. Santa Claus Three. Man, what, what? Why are you throwing my boy Tim Allen under the bus? Not Tim Allen. Man, they're all kind of subpar, though. Martin Short. The first one is not garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it, it did not make my it did not make my worst list, but I am not I am not one of those people that pops into Santa Claus every year. Like, oh, oh, so I know? I certainly do. No, I like the first and the second, but the third yeah. is like, eh, we could have stopped that too. Um, Man, what's wrong with fucking Martin Short? As I love Martin Short in Father of the Bride, he's fantastic. Um, but in this, he plays what Jack Frost, and he's like yeah. the villain, and like ah, I don't know. It's just like I think it was just overkill. Just nuts I don't know. On an open I wasn't, and Charlie's Jack older now, Frost right? So at your nose. no, not so good. <laughs> no, <laughs> not so good. Well, whatever. My number three is Home Alone three. So I think after part one and part two you kind of have like certain expectations as to what, you know, a home alone film is going to be. And then you find that it's kind of, it kind of like you shit on, not, actually you particular, you don't like Halloween three because it's not a Halloween movie. This is not a home alone movie. This shouldn't not no character from home. Wait, alone. wait, wait, that's not why I shit on Halloween three. Halloween three is just not good. It's Jen. Come on, help me out. It's, it's not good. The ending the ending's good. Like, even as a horror film, it's just not that good. The movie is not terrible. So I was watching it, and I was just like, what am I watching? And then, like, it really wasn't that bad. And I guess I think because I also met him at, our, at a, like, a horror movie convention. So I also had that experience, and he was so nice, Tom Atkins. And so I guess, like, since going from there. So I'm watching this movie, I'm watching, and I'm like, it is a little disgusting in certain parts, like, with these masks and, like, these worms and things coming out i'm like this is a little much but um it's definitely not a good movie at all but it i can see why people would rewatch it i'd probably i definitely would probably watch it again if it was on tv i just never came across it before because they never played it like amc whenever they did their halloween fest they never played it as part of it because obviously it didn't really have much to do with it um but yeah I don't know. It it can grow on you. I can see how it can grow on you. The, the ending's great. I will give it that. The ending's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. There are there are a few words. But yeah, I mean, I think that's it, the but... thing. That's my big issue with Home Alone. 3. Now, but now your thing with Home Alone Three is just because it's not like it's not really a home, you know it, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty much you know who is yeah, that Alex D. Linz? What is it? Reboot. Alex D. Linz, right? Yeah, I think that was a kid. What and happened to him? He made Home Alone 3. 
Man, I'm sure he had work after Home Alone. He's like fucking Jake, his fault. Fucking Jake well, Lloyd. Well, he was in One Fine Day, which is fantastic. <laughs> this is like, I love when you bring out One Fine Day. <laughs> what the fuck is One Fine Day? It's with Michelle Pfeiffer and George Clooney and Mae Whitman. George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer, Batman and Catwoman are in a movie together. And <laughs> G likes it. You like that movie? I think G likes One Fine Day. It's not. It's not oh horrible, but it's just because like no, it's just funny because like Jin always brings up these random like <laughs> movies that like no did, one else that did like her. okay in like nineteen ninety six, but no one's brought them up since. <laughs> because they're so good, they were good. I actually, I like it. I don't know. Wait, so I'm he was in that movie. movie because there's other similar movies. I'm like, ah, oh, Jin would probably like that. I'm sure she's man. That. And then, oh like, yeah, and I don't even think the traps are as fun as part one and two. Weren't the villains like these weird like French, foreign people? It was like yeah. French people, and I was like, for no reason they're like. You know what it is like. I and I mean, Home Alone is great, but personally, I guess because being from where we live, I really do like two a lot, and I think I watched. I used to watch two more than I actually watched the first one, and I just like the fact that, like they incorporate all like New York City sites and things. So I'm like, I've been to all these places, so like this is cool. I mean, except the plaza. Haven't been into the plaza yet, but she never wants to go in because we can literally well, because just we walk have in. no money to go in. By the you way, can't just go in. Yeah, you, well, can, you could just go in. You Did, can, but I feel like just super poor to even walk in there. So like, I just don't. I just do you know? know my um, place. there was a video on YouTube that came out like a few weeks ago, going through like all the steps that uh, Kevin went through in part two. The room he had in part two is ten thousand dollars a night now. Yeah. There's like Are a promoting it as like the home alone. Yeah, there's like a home alone you, package that you can do. Yeah, yeah. And then the only the, they don't smart. they don't have a um a pool like you know how he goes in the pool in part two. There's no pool in the in the plaza. So. God, I wanted to, I wanted that life when I was young. I was like, oh, so just get lost in New York. <laughs> I had my I had my talk girl. With my though. dad's credit card. <laughs> I had a talk boy. I'm sure everyone here I had, had a talk a, girl. I had a talk boy. Yeah. That was the best. It was so fun. You know what? Just you know what toy. is depressing and is not a Christmas miracle is that Home Alone. I think I think Home Alone and Home Alone Two. Maybe not Home Alone. One of them was rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Home Alone Two. They're both rotten. I think. Are they? Yeah. Crazy to me. Yeah. Home Alone is. Home Alone Two is twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Even like I felt like there was more like humanistic stories with home alone too because like you know he formed that like relationship with like the store owner who gave him the turtle dog and then that's my biggest issue with with the homeless bird lady i'm not gonna talk to some homeless lady when i'm lost in the city yeah but if you're a kid if you're a kid and you don't talk to that weird old man that was like shoveling snow in the first that was his neighbor no but he was like he he thought he was scary and like a hobo like i wouldn't talk to him (laughs) So like, like the whole thing. it's funny the whole movie the whole movie in Home Alone like you're supposed to be afraid of this old man and then he sees him in church and he's like oh well I mean, I'll I, guess talk to him. I guess we can be friends. Actually, to to Kevin's defense, the old man goes up to him. And then why is the old man just like intentionally creepy? Like when he sees him at the store and he puts his hand down on the table and just stares at him, he's, like, <laughs> he's intentionally creepy. The wonder the wonders of movie making. Well, like I mean, like the the pigeon lady looked way more friendly. Are you serious? I mean, he probably wasn't trying <laughs> yeah. to be intentionally creepy. It just may be that we saw it from Kevin's perspective. So, Man, like, the guy watched, just put his watched, hand there, and then Kevin, like, 
exaggerated in his head because as a kid you're like you run your imagination runs wild so you're also thinking all these things and if we're supposed to be sort of feeling what he's feeling with being home alone like maybe that's that was the director's idea to like man know, i watch home alone dramatize too. it more i watch home alone too every year and that fucking old lady is always creepy you just man, don't you like can't the be pigeons. afraid of brenda fricker i mean like who they can't be afraid of her and how you does she get to like see, like, John Williams do a perform a fucking score? Like a symphony. <laughs> You're so mad about How it. does she get up there? And why is there no security up there? Jen's like, that's a solid point. Wait, where? Toward the end of the movie, where she's like, this is my home. And it's, like, right above, like, where they have, like, a fucking symphony playing. It's John Williams. Is it John Williams? Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's in. I mean, he oh. does. The score, I know John so Williams. I, yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. why I was like, "Where the hell was John Williams?" I, was I mean, like, no. I, you see the back of his bald head. I was like, "What movie did I miss?" Um, well, because there's always some event going on in in Central Park. So, like, why That's not in Central Park? That looks like uh, that is Central Park, babe. No, her home is not in Central Park. Her home is uh, it's by this place, Lincoln Lincoln Center. Her home is in Lincoln Center? That's where it makes it seem like when you watch a movie. <laughs> when we watch a movie this year. Well, we are in Central Park. She, the entire watch, time it's Central Park. When we watch the movie, you'll see. We'll watch it in like next week and you'll see what I mean. Now we got to wait till next week? Yeah. And then, uh, just a, gee, just a piggyback, Home Alone is really? fresh at 62. Oh, okay, good. I feel like it was rotten before. It might have been. But, uh, yeah, that's my number three. Gee, what's your number three? Uh, Frank Claus. Sorry. <laughs> Poor Vince Vaughn. I actually have, haven't seen Fred Claus. I, I know. Fred Claus. And this, this kind of came out in like those movies, Four Christmases and Fred Claus, was when I started to realize that like Vince Vaughn just didn't have it anymore. Vince Vaughn really never. I mean, he's a guilty pleasure. I love watching. He did all have movies. it like old school Wedding Crashers. I don't like old school. I love Wedding oh, Crashers. You don't like funny. You don't like funny things. I do. I love funny things. You hate Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> I love. I hate what. You hate Tiffany Haddish. She's hilarious. Eh. But yeah, go ahead. Fred Claus is great, right? No, it's not. <laughs> I don't need to see a six foot five Vince Vaughn hanging out with a bunch of elves. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not funny. Man. But didn't someone significant direct that? Hold on one second. I think someone significant did direct that. I'm gonna like cry if it's someone I like. Like, oh my god, moment of truth. Who directed this movie? Oh, never mind. No one did. Someone named Dan Fogelman wrote the script. I mean, I'm sure he's someone. Just not someone, you know, big. Oh, Dan Fogelman wrote the script and he created This Is Us. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah. Well, fun fact, the guy that, um, I forgot the person's name, the one that wrote the screenplay for Batman and Robin actually wrote A Beautiful Mind, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, some people fucking make a mistake here and there. Dude, Dan Fogelman, so he wrote Fred Claus. I'm just looking at random stuff from his filmography. He wrote Fred Claus. Uh, this is this is us. He wrote Tangled, Cars, The Guilt Trip. That movie with Seth Rogen and uh, Barbara Streisand. Uh, he created Pitch, which got canceled last year. Grandfather really John like Pitch. You liked it? Yeah, I really liked it. I uh, I was I thought they were gonna keep it because it got good reviews, but Fox sucks that way. Yeah. Oh, he also wrote Crazy Stupid Love, which I love. I love Crazy Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll give him a pass for Fred Claus, I guess. It's just not, I don't think it's funny. Well. And I, I also don't, like, I mean, that. Who's Santa oh, Claus in that, anyway? 
Huh? Who's Santa Claus in that anyway? Oh, shit. I don't even know if I remember. Hold on one second. I'm going to have to look that up. Ludacris is in it, though. Yes. I'm just good. good for him. DJ Donnie. He was DJ Donnie. <laughs> and Elizabeth Banks. See, this is another Christmas movie with a decent cast. Paul Giamatti, Elizabeth Banks. Uh, John Michael Higgins, who's it, also in Pitch Perfect with Elizabeth Banks. They do the you, didn't like any, you didn't like anything about this? No. Rachel Weiss is in it. No, I didn't like anything about it. Man. Kathy Bates. Oh, Kevin Spacey. No one. We that's that's like Voldemort's name. We do not mention him anymore. <laughs> we do not mention him anymore. <laughs> Jen. Yes. What are you doing? You want my next one? Yeah. Jack Frost. Michael Keaton. Oh, it's so good. I brought that movie up to oh a friend God. the other Actually I put it on my G Reels page about how it's not that bad. Yeah, man. Hey. My friends find it creepy. Some people think it's creepy though. It's a little weird. What's I'd have to rewatch it? it again. But when I was looking for oh, movies, just, I was like, you well, talk about ah, you wouldn't want your dead dad to come back as a snowman? <laughs> no, not really. It's a little weird. <laughs> Is that um, bit you got to like hang out with him still? Like your dead dad can come back as a snowman. I know, but it's just so sad. But doesn't make it a bad movie. Uh, I the movie is not because of Michael Keaton. So get your panties all untwisted. I didn't there. say nothing. Shitting okay. on Michael Keaton. Um, but no, the movie itself. I don't know. It's just like, it's really one I can watch like once and like be done. I've seen it a few times over the years. Like especially if it was on TV. But I don't know. It's nothing that's like memorable to me. So, me, gee, I, I there are other people that Jack don't Frost. really like Jack Frost. So I am yeah. not the only. I like one. Jack. I love. I mean, no, Jack you're not Frost. the only one. There's like I have friends that actually think it's creepy. It's they not are, even they... that I don't like it. It's just more like I'm so indifferent about it that it's like it can be on my worst list. Like it, there's nothing special. And I think the effects are decent. Like I don't really <laughs> agree with like people with if they don't like Jingle All the Way because I like Jingle All the Way. Like I think it's funny, and I, I don't know. I like everybody in it, Sinbad and uh, Phil Hartman. Jake well, Lloyd. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he was in that. That's that just that he did that before uh, Star, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. So my number two is Jingle All the Way. Part, oh, well, then there you go. Part two. Oh, part two. I never saw Oh, my God, two. you scared me. I was like, you lied. You said you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave it a shot because I really like Jingle All the Way. But obviously, I knew from the get, like, it wasn't going to be the same because I don't give a shit about Larry the Cable Guy. And <laughs> and I saw I produced. What sucks, G, you're going to love this one. Uh, the production company was uh, it's by 20th Century Fox and WWE Studios. Oh, so they gave him a movie. That's great. So, have you seen it? No. <laughs> no desire to see Jingle All the Way too. <laughs> Pretty much it's like, instead of him, it was Sinbad in, in the original one, right? Yeah. So pretty much Larry the Cable Guy competes with his wife's new husband to find the, the perfect toy for the, uh, for the kid. No. Pretty much the same premise, but it's not as entertaining. And they go into a... Uh, um, so there's some guy in the movie and then like they buy like a whole bunch of the toys and it's like it's it's just a fucking clusterfuck. It reminds me of like you know how like uh Rob Zombie tries to purposely make everything so trashy? This yeah, movie yeah. is like purposely trying to be trashy. 
and it just uh, it doesn't have like the, ch the charm that the original Jingle All the Way has. And Jingle All the Way, like we like it, but I don't think any of us thinks it's a good movie, right? It's just fun. It's just it's fun. Well, and but like I mean, I don't. It's harmless. No, it's harmless. It's fun. Who was you, know you know what? I'm surprised it's not on any of your lists for your worst. Is a, a Medea Christmas. I've never seen. <laughs> it. I've never seen it. I would probably put. It I'm on just there. speaking of Larry the Cable Guy because Larry the Cable Guy is in the Medea Christmas. Really? What does he play? Uh, this guy named Buddy. Chad Michael Murray is in it too. Who made him a thing, by the way? <laughs> huh? Who made him a thing? Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. It's that blue collar comedy tour stuff. Oh, did I? I, I uh, saw him like one day. He's like a big thing, and I'm like, who the? Fuck? Uh, so Bill Ingvall's also on that, and his daughter went to high school with me, and she was my first girlfriend. Shout out to G's first girlfriend. Yes. From 16 to 21. <laughs> you should hit her up. Uh, she's married now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit her up. She's ha she's happily married in Colorado. <laughs> Ooh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. I want to go to Colorado. Have you been there? I've never been there now. Mm. All right. All right, G, what's your number two? All right, number two and number one were kind of it's a, it was a toss up. I couldn't and yeah, I, these could easily like swap out and there I go. Uh but I have number two right now I have surviving Christmas. Is that the one with, with Ben Affleck and James? Ben Lambert Affleck, Feeney? yeah. Oh, that's so he's bad. like he plays like he plays like a rich guy and he doesn't want to be alone for the holidays, so he hires a family, uh pretty much headed by James Gandolfini and Catherine O'Hara. Because he wants to recapture like his childhood uh, memories, it's just it's just not good. I will give it credit though for going. It was an R-rated Christmas comedy, which I, I think could be good if it was just if the writing was better. Uh, but it's mostly like way too dark and not funny, and, and that's another example of like it has a really good cast. It just doesn't just doesn't work. Uh, yeah, I I didn't like it too much either. So it was uh, it, it I remember seeing it in the theater too. That was kind of yeah. that was like I was really into the Sopranos, so I was like, "Oh, look, James Gandolfini." And then when I saw it, I was like, "Eh." That's it also what... has a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and Ben Affleck is really bad in it too. So yeah, this was the, during his really rough period too. Yeah, this is like the Geely stage too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jersey. Right. Go ahead, John. So my number two is um, Four Christmases. Okay. So kind of. Well, we would G sort of mentioned before, but it would be higher on my list. It just really didn't like exceed any of my expectations. I thought it would be better. I mean, I like Vince Vaughn. I like Reese Witherspoon. The premise didn't sound too bad, but like once you start watching it, you're just like, what am I watching? Hot garbage. And so, yeah, that's definitely what am I watching? Yeah, it when you have people like that in movies like that, they should be better. Like. I mean, Reese Witherspoon is kind of built for those kind of movies, and it should be. It just should have been a lot better. So my number one. Well, you want to do your number one since you kind of said what it was before. Well, I didn't say what it was. I just said like, you know, it was like a. Oh, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Did I really? Yeah. Go ahead, say it. Wait, I'm trying to make that. It was Christmas with the Cranks. I did mention yeah. that earlier, didn't I? Yeah. God damn it. Uh, it's bad. However, okay, okay. So well, I, mate, well, here's a here's a deal though. Um, do you watch Tim it every Allen, year? I don't watch it every year, but then like I should I should know better when Tim Allen's in the Christmas movie because he made three subpar ones and then oh my god, one really bad one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's bad. Okay, so here's here's it my, is real bad. And I love me some Jamie Lee Curtis too, and uh, and it made money. I don't understand. I mean, I guess tons any Christmas, of money. I saw that in the theater too. Yeah, I guess any Christmas movie that comes out around that time 
with the exception of Surviving Christmas, because that flopped bad. Uh, but that's probably because of the R rating. But, like, it made a lot of money. I just don't... Uh, it just wasn't good. Oh, and I still didn't know that it was based on a John Grisham novel. Oh, was it? I didn't know that either. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I did not know that either. But, yeah, it's not my thing. And, I, you know what You know what it is, too? I was like, I'm not a big Tim Allen fan, I'm realizing. Wait, why not? Uh, no, I never was into Home Improvement, as I just said. The Santa Claus movies have always been, like, eh to me. Well, the only time I really like him is when I don't see his face, and that's in Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you don't like that show? He's got a good... Last Man Standing. Oh, I didn't. I was fine when they canceled it. It's cool. <laughs> didn't your mom? Didn't Mama Ross watch that? She does. I watched it too. I didn't mind it. He was very conservative, so definitely it got not. Canceled. Everyone it got canceled. Not in my because ways. of his like. But yeah. um, everyone thought it got canceled because of his political views and stuff, but that's not why it got canceled. ABC no, I didn't. I don't think so. Yeah, ABC didn't own the show, and the the longer a show is on, like they have to pay like a fee to basically like air it and they weren't getting any money from syndication and tim allen's expensive how much so is he cut. how much does he ask for an episode how much is he getting paid do you know that or i don't know but i'm assuming it's significant if they were like you know because every year that that show's renewal would come down to the wire and it had nothing to do with ratings because ratings it was the second highest rated comedy on the network interesting let's see you know and it, and it was airing on fridays which is like a tough night Tim Allen for Home Improvement got one point two five million. That was per episode. Per episode. God. And now for Last Man Standing, I will tell you right now. Uh, Last Man Standing, they get two hundred thirty-five thousand per episode. So he's dropped. Well, his fame he has dropped. dropped a lot since yeah, then. Yeah, it's though. different. But um, also well, not, let's not weep for Tim Allen and all his home improvement money. <laughs> well, he's still getting. Is that show still playing somewhere? You know what? I haven't been able to find home improvement. Like I, someone was trying to ask me if like I, I knew if they aired it anywhere, and I don't know. I've it's, actually never caught reruns anywhere. Oh yeah, they do. Um, on the Hallmark Channel. They're those like fuckers are actually asking for like on Amazon for like the whole series because I actually do want to see it. It's been a long time. I've seen like $200 for the whole series. Oh, really? And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. You're Wait, like, Last Man Standing or Home Improvement? Home Improvement. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> home Improvement, I think, is on Hulu. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, good. Then. Oh, Growing Pain. Oh, oh they, wait, they added Growing Pain? No, they didn't. They didn't? I thought it was. No, Growing Pain was one of the ones that didn't make the cut. I was going to say, can we watch Leo now? Wait, I thought it did. Damn it. It's going to make me sad. Man, you weren't gonna think about watching it. Best part about Growing Pains is the, oh, the song. I'm Leo. just joking. I do. No, like the it. show is. Everything. The show is good. I do like the show, <laughs> but the song is great though. It is probably the best TV theme song. No. It is. No. Family Ties what? is pretty good. No, I actually say the Golden. I don't even Girls. remember Family Ties. Which one was that? Uh, well, I can't sing, but <laughs> what would you do, babe? You think that's better than the Golden Girls? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Growing Pains theme song is better than the Golden Girls theme song. Uh, I don't think so. No, Golden Girls is very catchy. But yeah, no, no, no. Growing Pains is a good one, though. It is a good one. But I should prefer the Golden Girls one. And then during season five, they did like that acapella version of their theme song. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess moving on to... Wait, what's your number one, John? Wait, we were going to listen to the song. What are you putting on? 
Just yeah, sway with me. It's the best one. Is this the Leo one? No, Leo this season? season three. Oh, I wish Kirk Cameron wasn't such a you know though. Yeah, he's weird now. He's been weird. Jesus made him weird. You, you know what? You know what else is kind of sad about that show is if you watch, like, knowing what Tracy Gold went through, she had like an eating disorder yeah. back then. I think, and there are so many fat jokes about her character. Yeah, they are. Like, one. Didn't uh, Candace Cameron have an eating disorder too? No, Did she, huh? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, I think so. Oh, DJ Yeah, not on the show, like in no, real life. Probably, <laughs> no, I think you're talking about Stephanie about no, Jodie Cameron. I don't know. Babe. I thought Jodie Sweden was like a meth head. She was. Yeah, she was a druggie. It was Candace Cameron. I don't know. I still got to catch up on Fuller House. I mean, but you. Oh don't... my god! So you never, never make fun of anything I watch. Should we walk? <laughs> should we walk into the wedding with this song? That would be kind of fun. Ooh, like Charles in Charge. I kind of do like that theme song. No, nah, it's not as good as Growing Pains. Um, Man, what's ooh, wrong with? And Family Matters is pretty. You good. you watch? I can get. I can get Fuller House. You watch some hot garbage. Oh too, no so. no. Who's the boss? No, like what? What high garbage do I watch? I'm trying. I gotta. Think. I do like who's the boss theme song, also. I don't even remember off the top of my head. You watch all these like the boss? what? Is that what he said? This this episode just turned to shit. No, I didn't. No, I did. You just try to like figure out what hot garbage I watch. Is this Can who's you the hear boss? That? Yeah. See. Oh yeah. It's pretty catchy. Actually, you know what? Cheers might be the best one. Well, I've, I've been to Cheers, and they don't know your name. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know your name at all. But um, going back to finishing off our, oh, so our my five. Number one. The Family Stone. What the fuck? Don't tell me that you put what? that on you know your what? best I knew list. It. I, knew it. I knew it when you said love I didn't really like I love the Coopers or whatever. And you were like, it reminds me of another movie that's on my list. And Diane Keaton is in it. Yeah. Ugh. Damn, man. Ugh. She made two we watch it, bad. We watch it every year at my house. But you like it? Isn't it depressing? No, yes. oh, it's good, though. But it's so sad. What's the fact? Who cares? Can they end up happy at the end. Like, about? Yeah. It's oh nah. I thought it was gonna be like this happier like Christmas. By the way, it's movie. funny. There are funny parts in it. No, there are. There are funny parts, and it has a great cast. Like I love the cast. Like the reason I was drawn to the movie first was because of the cast. It like, came out during the height of like Rachel McAdams, like when she like was like first being like like she was like big that year. Yeah. And she had like three other came out that year. You had Sarah Jessica Parker, Diane Keaton, Dermot Mulroney, Claire Danes, Luke Wilson, Craig Nelson. Like, it had a good cast to it. But I don't know, man. Like, it was just so... I don't hate it, but I definitely don't need <laughs> so to watch good. it again because I was watching it and it was just like... Solid 52% on Ryan's It didn't... That doesn't matter! It was, so, it was so disappointing. I was like watching this movie this entire time, and like all of a sudden, it just like wait, how does it that end? happens? Just tell me, and I'm then not I'm watch just it. like, oh, we can't tell you. It's, it's like what? it's a downer. I'm not gonna watch it. A movie, and so all that's right, so why Keith, this movie reminds me of cancer. Love the Cooper. Wait, she gets cancer and dies. Diane yeah. Keaton's character has cancer at the start of the movie. She already had it, and then like at the end of the movie, like you know, by the end of it, they kind of like. Basically, Dermot Mulroney's character is dating this uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's character. She's like this uptight chick from New York or whatever. 
and she's meeting his family for the first time. And uh, and he wants to ask Diane Keaton for her ring so he can give it to her because he wants to marry her. Oh, what a downer. Uh, that's the gist of it. And then Diane Keaton also has cancer. Uh, but by the end of it, they end up liking Meredith, played by Je- Sarah Jessica Parker. And Diane Keaton does die. You don't see her die. But then it, it like cuts to a year later at the next Christmas. And they're all together as like one big happy family. That's like fucking Table 19. No, no, it's not that. No, no, don't compare it to that. Table 19 is awful. No, it is. It was, but it's not. Yeah. You know what I like about the Family Stone is that they, the cast, the chemistry between the cast, I actually bought them as a family. They think, they felt like a real family. Yeah. Which I, I, mean, I got nothing to say. I haven't seen it. I know. I, I just knew this was on your list. I was like, she's got this. I was like, she's about to throw them. And we agree on almost everything. I know. Maybe I need to watch it again. But when I saw I it, it, I was just more like, every... really? This is it? Like, I was like, I was kind of disappointed. I didn't. I don't know. I watch a Christmas movie and I sort of want it to be somewhat happy. Like, I guess if I knew going into the movie that it was going to get the way, like, as sad as it got, then I would have been like expecting it and fine but i guess i didn't expect it and then like watch it and then obviously when we saw this love the coopers i was like wow she's been in two of these movies like that they've been <laughs> so like down i'm like jesus diane like if make, diane Keaton you need Christmas to make movie, another because i said so like please so, <laughs> um yeah that was my number one. Oh, that kind of it stings Ugh, my sorry. number my number one is the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, that's a good choice. I kind of so, forgot about this Christmas special. <laughs> this is technically a variety show. Like, it's, it's not a movie. It is a TV movie. I guess. It is. Since you put Smoky Mountain Christmas on there. Yeah, so. Have you seen it, G? I have seen it. It's been a while since I've seen it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I try to give Jen, like, a snippet of, like, everything this morning. But you know, oh, I, I was I not gonna. It. I wasn't gonna sit through two hours of that. So, the first like thirteen minutes. First of all, Chewbacca makes ugly kids, and <laughs> Chewbacca. Well, he, he wouldn't make pretty babies. Chewbacca's <laughs> a Chewbacca's a deadbeat dad because you never hear about this family ever ever again. And like Jen, Jen spotted it. Like he's like one of the. Well, his kid is like watching like Wookie porn and stuff. <laughs> he's totally watching Wookiee porn. Like he has like these like, VR Diane, glasses. Donna and it's like it looks like a Donna Summers ripoff, and she's like saying like, "I want you like to like do things to me and shit like that." And I'm like, "Yo, this makes no sense." And then the random performance by um, B. Was, Arthur. No. no. Oh yeah, B. Arthur's randomly Art there. Carney. No, not Art Carney. That random group that was in it. I forgot. Oh, Jefferson Starship. And there's like a random animated show, but like my my biggest issue with that is like I mean I wasn't around in 1978, so it doesn't piss me off as much as probably pissed others off. But like they hype it up in the beginning that like James Earl Jones is in it, Darth Vader, Darth Vader's in it for 15 seconds, and we have um, Harrison Ford at the end has a face on it. He has a face like, damn man, did I really just make this garbage ass movie? Oh. I was uh, contractually obligated to be here. <laughs> Man, I don't think I don't think anything I've ever seen Christmas wise will ever top like the disappointment I had when I watched that movie as a kid. But yeah, Star Wars is my number one. Yeah, that's it. pretty bad if like, as a kid even if it you it didn't. <laughs> like you're watching all these Star Wars movies and you're like, oh, there's a Christmas special, and then you see that and it's like, like 
I Jen, Jen, like we're watching, and Jen's like, I guess I'll assume what the Wookiees are talking about because it's just like them screaming, and there's no like, you know, quote unquote subtitles for what they're saying and shit. So and like, there's like 15 to 20 minutes in the opening moments of the film about that. So it was just just them fucking. So. <laughs> but shout out to our boy. Shout out to Spinrax Ryan, who apparently can tell like the emotions of droids and Wookiees. We were arguing about like um. The end of episode three. That's probably the nerdiest thing I've ever heard about. He's like, so like we're arguing about episode three and like the end of it or something about like how R 2s memory was wiped and three uh, PO's memory was wiped, and he was like, "Oh yeah, R two was definitely cracking on C three PO's memory being wiped." I'm like, dude, he just makes the same noise for like seven, eight movies. How, what what are you talking about? And he's like, no, you know, you kind of tell when he's being sarcastic. I and then I, I got <laughs> nothing. I had nothing for that. I had nothing for that. Dude, one of my favorite um, R2D2 stories. I was at work, and it was a list of celebrities that had died, and I was like, oh, Kenny Baker died, and my friend was like, who was that? I was like, it was R2D2, and she was like, there was a man in that thing. I was like, yes. <laughs> She's like, oh. She's like, why? I don't understand. You don't need a man in that. Dude. I was like, ah, maybe not. Well, I think Jen's Jen can now connect Star Wars to the Golden Girls. So. With B. Arthur? <laughs> the B. Arthur connection? Yeah, but I probably won't watch that holiday special. No, I'm not going to watch it again. I just wanted to show Jen. The, the glory. Unless of... David makes me. No. But do you like anything with B. Arthur in it? He, who, me or him? Yeah. No, you. The Golden oh, Girls. The Golden Girls. I liked her. I didn't watch all of Maud. Um, and then she's in um, Anti Mame or Mame. I think it is with Lucille Ball. Another good movie. Lucille Ball has some great only, I can't believe we only have like one Golden Girl left. No, Betty White. I know. National Treasure, Betty Wright. She's she's doing it. And have I liked s- her in Hot in Cleveland. Have you seen then The Golden Girls? Or not yet? Who, me? Yeah. Dude, I grew up. I mean, I didn't grow up on it, but I used to watch it when I was younger. Oh, then I it's guess funny. it was Lewis that I hasn't seen it. You were late it's to funny. the game. I think um, I have a better appreciation, because I've seen episodes like fairly like within the last year or so. I have a better appreciation for it now that I'm older. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think you get the jokes better smart. now. You understand yeah, them smart. more. You're like, oh, shit. Like, I'm personally uh. glad I saw it you know it's you know i guess in a way it sucks that i waited this long but i'm glad i saw it in a way where i and it ate that i can appreciate it more because it's such a well-written show no i mean i watched it all as a kid i used to have cheesecake while watching it and uh you can still i mean you definitely can still appreciate it i just you know. wait, did they all win emmys yes they I did it's so. the only show in history that has their four main characters win emmys Nice. So, so the cast of Friends, they all like I guess oh Courtney Cox doesn't have an Emmy. Well that show's hot garbage, so Friends? Yeah. It's not hot garbage, but it's not as good as people make it out to be. Yeah, that show is I like it. It's way better than fucking Big Bang Theory. It's extremely overrated. And how I met your mother. I never got into that either. Oh no, I like how no, I met your mother. No, how I met your mother is great. I, I heard say... it like hot garbage <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like friends though. There it's too different. Um with the exception of the friends, but <laughs> still, it's really different that there's friends. <laughs> yeah, man, how I met your mother is like leaps and bounds better than friends. 
I just never got into it. I mean, I think I'm just anti-CBS. Well, you, no, you love CBS. No, I don't. I hate everything on CBS. No. Their ratings are the most like annoying to report. I'm like, oh, great. Like, old people watch fucking Blue Bloods and Hawaii Five-0 and MacGyver on Friday. That's Wait, how's that Young Sheldon show doing anyway? It's doing well, but I think it's because it airs after Big Bang Theory. Like, ship that shit off by itself, and I don't know if it can like hold its own alone. Well, but honestly, their com- their comedies aren't really doing that great. Like their Monday night is like slipping, slipping hard. Well, I mean, without the big, do they still got those fucking CSI shows and shit? No, they those have been gone. <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't watch anything. So, so their main their main procedural. I mean, they have Criminal Minds, and then they have the Friday lineup, the Hawaii Five O and Blue Bloods. Oh okay. And MacGyver, and then Seal Team is new. SWAT's new. But they haven't. They're not really having like a breakout year. Actually, it hasn't really been a big breakout year for any new show other than The Good Doctor. Is that still any good? Yeah, it's really good. It's gotten. It's got. I think it's gotten better since it started. I still have to catch up. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I know your mom like it. Yeah, I think her mom likes it. My mom. Loves it's it. pretty. I was kind of bummed that Freddie Highmore didn't get a Critics' Choice nomination for it, but then I saw they got nominated for Base Motel, and that kind of made up. Made for it, it all better. Yeah. All right. He's not gonna, I think I think he kind of took the Kevin Spacey spot. I think Kevin Spacey would have been in that spot oh, for House yeah. Cards. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, I like. I'm kind of wondering what that's going to be like moving forward because I don't know if like stuff like Transparent qualifies like for any of the stuff that's coming up because usually he's nominated for nominated all that stuff. But I don't know if he will be. No, I don't think so. I also kind of wondered since this is such a sensitive subject in Hollywood. You know how, like, at the Golden Globes and the Oscars, like, whoever's hosting makes a joke out of stuff like I this? I don't like, think they're going to touch that at the Oscars. I don't even know. I kind of don't think they will either. No, they, to, yeah. to, to bring up those sexual allegations and Weinstein at the Oscars, I don't think, I don't think, well, Jimmy well, Kimmel. Well, you could be so. sitting next to someone that you know is up to no good, like, yeah, like, him over there. <laughs> yeah, so I don't see that happening. But that con- that concludes this week's episode. Next week is a... Special look at The Last Jedi, spoiler-filled, what we liked, what we didn't like. And I, our favorite Christmas movies of all time. I the know Family Stone will be on my list, by the way. The Family Stone should not be on your list. You haven't even Christmas seen Christmas will definitely be on my list. Well, not everyone's perfect. You haven't even seen The Family Stone. No, but Jen made a good point when it... Oh, what point was that? Is that it? Like it's like real life. Real life gets sad sometimes, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> not not during Christmas movie time. Sometimes we... it's sad during Christmas. It has an uplifting ending. No, she's dead. <laughs> Rachel McAdams becomes like the new like kind of patriarch. That's what they kind of hint at that she's pretty much like her mother. So you're and saying that everyone's just... happy in the end. So you're saying because she Rachel McAdams becomes a patriarch, it's a good movie. <laughs> No, no, that's not what I meant. I'm just saying that the <laughs> ending is not like sad. There's like, they're the family is still together. They still get together on Christmas despite losing the mother. So it's, I think we'll leave it at this. Like, family Stone will be on yours. Smoky Mountain Christmas will be on Jen's. Hell yeah! And uh, <laughs> hell yeah! The Santa Claus will be on mine. Except I'm gonna have to read Jen's list because she won't be on next week. Because what? She... Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Why aren't you? I can't defend you, it. You say curses? Sorry. Give me, yeah, she did. <laughs> curses. 
So it's we're gonna curses. say oh. you should write up. Uh, you should you should not. Put I'm gonna it have on to just re, re, I'm gonna have to pre-record my. Choices, no, you should like you, you should not put it on her list the and then write your own like statement pretending to be her. She's like the... she came to the realization that it's not good. Oh my god, I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, gonna give me her list and I'll read it in my own way. <laughs> this is a statement from oh, Jen. Nice. She's learned she's learned the error of her ways. And this is how she feels about it now. She's like. Well, in the long run, smoking. Now thinking you about it, you shut your mouth. Smoking mouth. And then, Christmas. and then at the end, you got to be like, "Oh, and I'm sorry, I was also wrong about the family stone." <laughs> no, I won't no. go that far. What if Dolly Parton hears that? She can't hear that. I love Smoky Mountain Christmas. Yeah, we said we like nine to five. Yeah, yeah nine to five credit. is great. I know, but it's not a Christmas credit. movie. And neither is Smoky Mountain Christmas. Yes, it is Smoky Mountain Christmas. <laughs> There's a witch in it. Yeah. She's there for Christmas during Christmas. There, I've never it's seen Christmas. I've, There's Santa. I've never seen Christmas movie with a She's witch. There for Santa. It's a fantasy film. Jeez. That's like me saying, "Oh, Lord of the Rings is a Christmas movie." It's a fantasy film. Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than uh, Smoky Mountain Christmas. It takes Christmas. place during Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Batman Returns is more of a Christmas movie. Edward Scissorhands is more. Edward Scissorhands. That's a good point. Yeah. So come back next week and see what our top <laughs> tens are. That? I thought you were going to do like a. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Voorhees saves Christmas coming next week to Real Chronicles. Oh, I can't wait to add like Christmas horror movies on there because there, there's some. There's no, like you're not. More... What, like Black Christmas? Yeah. Black Christmas, Black Christmas is Black good, Christmas though. Is great. The remake? Not the remake. Oh, man. Not the remake. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't put that hot garbage remake on it. No, because you know what? I like it's so bad. Uh-huh. That it's, it's, like, I, watch, I watch it every year. I watch the original and then I watch the remake. You just watch it for and the ladies. It, it's so bad that it's good. Even though, like I said, Katie Cassidy is remake. <laughs> great on Arrow. Great guys, on the Arrow. You guys will Not never good. be friends. I know. I, I know. I know. I took a picture. I have a picture with her, though. Yeah, you we should... were once. We were once linked arm to arm. <laughs> and now she's like, she hates my movies. Now she's like, he fucking hates when a stranger calls in Black Christmas and a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah, seriously. Love you, Odero, though. Man, the Flash season finale was great, by the way. Uh, it's uh, the, This season's so much better than last season. Um, I hope that what happens, I hope that what happens at the end of this, you know, the mid-season finale without spoiling because Jenny yeah, yeah. seen it. Like, I hope they don't resolve it in one episode. That was my biggest issue with, like, the opening of the season this year. I hope this is, like, an, an arc instead of uh, resolved in the first episode when they come Man, back. Man, it's hard to please fans, though. Like, because I, I get what you're saying, because I, I would like it to be an arc, too. But then there's all those people that complain, like, oh, I don't want you to, like, to drag this out. Like, oh, I want you to move on to other stuff. I mean, I mean it, it's hard to please everyone, I guess. But I would like it to be play out more than one episode, especially yeah. you, when you end something like that that way. Yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't see that they were gonna go in that specific direction. Me either. This is kind of yeah. fun to talk about without telling. <laughs> yeah, without telling Jen. Yeah, uh, I didn't know Jen watched the Flash. Yeah, I got her into the Flash. Uh, yeah, um, I watch it, but I have to catch up. I'm a season behind. Dude, I'll do I it. I binge so quickly. Little... Like, no man. My little brother's starting to watch the Arrow I also have to catch up on Riverdale, but I'm gonna binge it. Man. Riverdale had a good like a, a episode or two ago, like was really good. Riverdale, I don't know, man. It kind of got back on track. You like, shut I mean, your like, mouth. Like I still like watching the show, but it's you it. shut your whore And <laughs> I saw a preview. Is there like a whole like Alice Cooper and FP thing gonna happen? Like that's kind of hot. I can see it. They definitely <laughs> dated when they were younger. Alice Cooper, the rock star. 
No, Betty's mom. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I didn't see Alice Cooper oh on the trailer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and FP is working at Pop Tate's now? Oh. Or is he? That was great. I don't know. He was wearing a little hat. Man, like I just—I don't know, man. I like I'm with you. I think me and you have the same mindset. There's just way too many episodes. It is. Stop I mean, eating. I still like—I still like it. I still like it too. But there's a—you can tell there's so much more filler this season than the last season. Yeah, I think almost any show should be like 13 to eight to 18 episodes. 13 to 18. Gossip is... Girl had filler. Yeah, and we... yeah, yeah, for run. That had all the filler. <laughs> yeah, the whole series was filler. <laughs> Gossip Girl had a ton of filler. Revenge, I love, also had a ton of filler. Uh, you always have to bring in revenge. Yeah, because I'm 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 waiting for you to at least watch season one. I think if you watch season one, you'd be like, oh, that's pretty good. And then, and before, then you... since we're bringing up stuff that we always used to bring up before we go, shout out to the one year anniversary of La La Land. Shout out to uh, shout out to all those haters <laughs> out there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to all those haters, still be hating a year. Still be hating later. <laughs> like that garbage musical that just made the cover of the 50 musicals that you must watch before you die. Wait, what musical was it? Um, no, it's a book that just recently came out. Jen showed me. I think it's 25 or 50 musicals that you must see before you die. You buy it from on the cover? Movies at La La Land. Oh, why was La La Land on the cover of that? I don't know, because Singing in the Rain, was it? There's better music. Oh, fucking Chicago. That's gonna be my bridal Chicago's shower. not better than La La Land. Yes, it is! What is it? Chicago yes, will not be my bridal shower. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I can't. Wait. You know the as first pure, as a pure movie musical, a, Chicago is. A you lot think better. as a pure movie, Chicago is better than yes. La La Land? Oh, you yes. need to go play in traffic, like yeah. So oh, I will play proudly in traffic oh with God. Chicago. Go play Frogger. Yes. My God. <laughs> oh come on, dude. Like, uh. Chicago's on my list. Like we got to do musicals we, that we should kick off next year with the musicals because because uh, you haven't watched Hairspray yet. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll watch it when we do the musicals. So. Yeah. But, You're going to see another Zac Efron musical before you see Hairspray. Yeah. But uh, for this week's Real Chronicles, say bye. I thought you were going to say I'm David. No, oh, I'm just... <laughs> bye. I'll do it for all of us. Bye. See you guys next week. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy Star Wars for everyone that's watching it this week. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.